1: And we are live on Catfish on Ice. This is Chad Minton, your host, with Rich Howe. Back-to-back nights. We are bringing you road. Catfish on Ice. Yes, no, no rest at all for, uh, for Chad and Rich. We are bringing you a live watch-along episode tonight. A bonus edition of Catfish on Ice. As the Predators take on the Washington Capitals. And what I think is a really... One of the biggest games they played this year, in my opinion. Is a really... They've got to stop some of this downward you know, momentum, downward spiral that they're on. Ever since they came back from the All Star break, I think last night, Rich, I shared that uh, the Preds have lost seven of their last eleven, and you were like, "I did not realize that."
0: I did not realize that at all. That's a really crazy stat. It didn't. It doesn't seem like that is what it would be, but yeah, yeah I mean, that's just yeah, crazy. So hopefully, they can turn it around tonight. This will be a, a, a
1: pretty good test for him. So. It is for sure. Anytime you play the Capitals, you're going to be in for it. Of course, we all know about Alex Ovechkin and the incredible season he is having oh, yeah. at, at his age and what he is doing at age 36. He is a legitimate Hart Trophy candidate, and I would be I would be elated and be so happy for him if he yeah. wins the Hart Trophy at age 36.
0: Yeah, same here. Um, he's exciting to watch. I mean. No matter if you don't like the Capitals or not, um, you always want to watch him play, so
1: it's always exciting. Yep, he is projected to be on the top line along with Tom Wilson tonight. Uh, Ovechkin, he's got 60 points this season in 48 games at age 36.
0: It's crazy. He's a a machine. He is a machine. That's a really good
1: term to use here. But let's go ahead and look at the projected lines for the Preds tonight. Of course, Nick Cousins. Mm-hmm. Is going to be out for a while for the foreseeable future, week to week.
0: Is what that's I heard. never
1: that's never a good designation when you hear week to week because that could be anywhere from a month. It could be two months. You just really don't know when they yeah. give you that injury designation. All we know is he's going to be out for a while, and so the Preds have called up Cole Smith. We know a Cole little bit Smith. about Cole Smith. He's been in the he's been on the starting roster before. Mm-hmm. He comes into this game. He is going to be on tonight's fourth line. With Michael McCarron and Philip Tomasino, what do you think about that line? It has me a little uh, nervous. Rich yeah. it has me a little nervous. Let me just be when, honest.
0: When you say it out loud, yes, a little nervous. Um, not much experience on that line. Of course, it is the fourth line, but uh, like having cousins in there, cousins. Yes. is a, a nice a uh, veteran and an agitator and uh, kind of keep them all together. So uh, I guess we'll yeah. What
1: this uh, I don't like it for Philip Tomasino at all. Right, I don't yeah, like him being fair. on that line. Uh, it's going to be really hard for him. He's going to have to really step up, well beyond his years and his experience, and be a leader on that line tonight. I mean, we're going yeah, s- to—he's having to grow up. He's having to grow up fast. Now, of course, these players are only going to get you know nine, ten, eleven, maybe twelve minutes tops of ice yeah. time. But don't underestimate how important a fourth line is to a to a success for a hockey team. It is still very important. So that's going to be a tough uh, test to overcome tonight. An obstacle to overcome for the Preds, not having Nick Cousins in the lineup. It's going to be tough.
0: It will be absolutely. He's a, like I said, he's a veteran. Um, yeah, he 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 can score from time to time. Um, gets under people's skin. That's his main main job. It seems like. So um, yeah, I don't like it. It's it's going to be a tough road for him without him for the next few weeks. So.
1: And we have – let's look at our third line. It is the herd line. So, at least we got that, right? We've got Yakov training. we got Colton Sissons. we got Tanner Janot. Yep. That can give us a little bit of comfort and peace knowing that we've got our herd line still intact. We've got our top line intact with Philip Forsberg, Mikhail Grandlin, and Matt Duchesne. And your second line projected tonight is Ellie Tolvin and Ryan Johansson and Luke Cunning. So, really nothing has, has really been – Shaking up that much in the starting lineup. It's really just that fourth line that gives me a lot of question marks tonight with yep. uh the inexperience and just not a lot of you're not gonna get much offense out of uh that line, most likely. You're just hoping that they avoid the catastrophic giveaways that can lead to oh open season on UC Soros.
0: That and we cannot have forty-five minutes of penalties. That's a bad that
1: goes without saying that's a Rich. lot.
0: That's a lot. Yeah, that's a whole bunch. So, you know,
1: and we, we, Rich, we can actually, Rich, let's rejoice in this for a second. We have Mark Borvetsky and Matt Benning back in the lineup and together, paired together. I know it's going to be one of their top priorities tonight to keep their emotions in check, play smarter. I am sure that that is the top topic of discussion in the locker room among coaches and especially Mark Borowiecki, he is a veteran. He's been in this league for a long time. I'm really looking for him to show a little bit of veteran leadership tonight and poise and look himself in the mirror here and think, I cannot keep putting my team in these bad situations. And so I look for him to have a much smarter game along with Matt Benning, but I do really love them being paired back together again.
0: Yeah, I do too. Um I I really bet that he felt really horrible um, after after last game. I I, he he I hate to say it, but he he's the reason why they lost that game. Like he just totally took him out of the game, and um, yeah, I I bet he feels horrible. And I think that he will probably play smarter tonight. That's for sure. It
1: was a two to two game going into that third period. It was at one point the Preds were cruising. They were up 2 to nothing, and just the penalties unraveled them. And I got to tell you, if they get into that same mindset again tonight where they're committing numerous penalties, then this might not even be a game worth watching tonight. I'm I'm just going to be dead honest with everybody here. The Capitals are one of those teams that will be open season on UC Soros on the power play if the Preds play this dangerous game. They've I got absolutely. to figure out a way to just play smarter, play more disciplined. Uh, you see a lot of these really just just these penalties where you lose focus, the lack of focus mm-hmm. penalties, where your stick is just hanging out there and you're not you're not focusing on what you're doing. I'm always going to be okay with those penalties out of aggression when you're just playing hard and maybe yep. you take a, a, a take a penalty based on you were just maybe you were playing a little too aggressive. I can live with those penalties because. Mm -hmm. Playing that way also can benefit you. But these really just – these penalties that show a lack of discipline, mainly your really sloppy tripping penalties and hooking penalties, and just that kind of stuff has to stop tonight.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I will also say that Luke kind of needs to gather himself up a little bit too because he was another – didn't keep his cool. I mean, he totally lost his mind and just started like, Started fighting um, before he really probably had all the facts, but um, can't have that. Can't have that against Washington. They will totally – you thought that, that uh, Winnipeg took advantage of them? Washington will make so, it even
1: worse. I'm going to throw a question at – first of all, we're presented by DraftKings. This is episode 106 of Catfish and Ice with Chad Minton and Rich Howe, the live watch-along episode against the Capitals. We haven't gotten to do that one of these in a while, and so mm-hmm. we wanted to jump right on board here. Yep. And Rich, i got to go ahead and ask you a question right now. Over or under the Preds commit a penalty in the first ten minutes? Under ten minutes or over ten minutes into Uh-oh. the game?
0: I'm going to say under.
1: Under ten minutes. All yeah. right, I'll just go over.
0: Their the record. Their record is All just right. not. I'm gonna. Ahead.
1: I'm gonna go out on the limb here, Rich. I'm gonna go over since you went under. I think it'll be All over right. ten minutes before they commit their first penalty. So well, I uh, hope so. We're underway here. Preds versus the Capitals, back in Bridgestone Arena. We need a huge response tonight from this team. And I'm telling you, all season long, in moments like this, in situations like this, the team has showed up and they've played admirably, no pun intended, to the That's Milwaukee good. Admirals. I like I, yeah, yeah, I use that pun whenever I can, whenever I can fit it in. But it's yeah, perfect. they they show resiliency a lot of times during this season when it, in these types of games where they have mm-hmm. to to uh, show response. That's what I'm looking for tonight. And let's not leave out this little caveat, Rich. It is the first game for Peter Laviolette since he got canned by Nashville. Back in Nashville, I mean. That's crazy.
0: Has, I guess It, it kind of
1: surprised me too, but you got to think about the pandemic shortened season yep. where the president played the Capitals. That's the yep. big reason why. But, uh, yeah, so you're seeing the good old – I always thought Peter Laviolette looked like a classic mob boss from a movie. He
0: is scary a little bit, I'm going to tell like you. If you
1: like, like definitely if you cross him, then you're going to end up in the um, in the trunk of his car. In the ocean, uh, swimming with. Or the in fishing. the ocean, uh, wearing, the cinder, the wearing the cinder wearing the cinderblock yep. shoes and being thrown it into did. the river type of thing. Yep, the whole night. But uh, yes, yeah, so he's uh he's back in Bridgestone Arena, uh, coaching the Capitals tonight. I wonder uh, if
0: everybody said he sucks too.
1: Oh, I'm sure. You think I, they did? I don't have the sound on right now, but I'm going to be very. I, I if anyone's at the game or if anyone heard, I'm really curious if uh when they they uh, if they all booed peter lavi when they introduced him yeah you know they do that when they i'm sure they when
0: they they announce the players they'll say the name and then everybody yells sucks and then they announce the coach (laughs) and everybody yells he sucks too i wonder that's what i was wondering if they did that or not so um i don't know it wasn't his fault I mean, he, he, no. he didn't. He didn't. He didn't quit or anything. So. No, I know.
1: But you know how Preds fans yeah. are. They are. They are relentless when it comes they to booing relentless. people. Yeah.
0: There's only a few people that don't get booed. Um. So you know, Victor Arvidsson didn't get booed. No. Um, All
1: right. The Preds putting a little pressure on the Capitals right now. You like to see it here in the first two minutes. Yep. uh Yakov Turenin had a little bit of a loose puck there. Tried to come around the back of the net and scoop it in and kind of sneak it past uh Washington's goaltender uh what, what what's is it tonight
0: is it samsonov?
1: Yeah samsonov yeah who's got some good numbers this year he's he's got respectable mm-hmm. numbers for sure.
0: I have him on uh, the fantasy team.
1: But that was a uh, that was a good little shift there from uh Sissons from Janot from Trennan and from Carrier. That was a good shift.
0: Trennan almost snuck one I'm I'm
1: behind you as as usual so um Tony it's that it's that Kentucky cable you got up there man or <laughs> whatever so it is bad. you're using
0: <laughs> it's I mean you're down there in Nashville so like the games just magically show but there up there was so.
1: there was that one game we did Rich where wow. you were like a minute ahead of me that was so I, weird I know
0: I, I don't get it whatever <laughs> it's crazy so I was looking at um I was looking at the the stats on Washington before yeah get get, yeah give bit. us
1: some give us some um, season stats from the let Capitals. Me find
0: it well f- so um this was a little surprising they are 29th in the NHL in the power play. That's a crazy number.
1: That so, is. I did I didn't know exactly where they were ranked, but I yeah. would have never I would have never guessed that they were 29th that far. I didn't
0: either. Um, especially with the
1: type especially with the type of season Alex Ovechkin's having. I mean to to think about them as 29th is yeah, yeah that's surprising.
0: The the Preds are actually still at eighth. They actually uh, bumped up a spot. Um, penalty kill is pretty even. Um Capitals are eighteenth, predators are fourteenth. Um, face off percentage is about the same. It's just that they have Alex Ovechkin. So
1: of course. The, and uh, yeah, I the, don't care how bad their power play is this year. I <laughs> no. still do not want to play with fire and no. No. uh give Ovechkin chances to just line up and uh, you know, take fire at at Soros from that circle. I just don't Absolutely. want to see it happen tonight. I don't want to
0: see it happen either. Um it looks like they're off to a pretty good start, but that's also what happened in the last game. They got off to a really good start, and then the wheels fell off. Yeah. So hoping that, that I, like the I like the energy.
1: I like the energy from them. They're playing aggressive. Yeah. Uh, but it's the first four minutes of the game here, so it is. can't you can't, you can't draw any that. sweeping conclusions at all. Yeah. Um, but how about the Capitals here? They dropped a really bad game in their last outing. They lost four to one to the Ottawa Senators in their last game. I saw that on Sunday. I so, saw that. I, it, it, the Capitals are kind of a hard team to figure out. Like some of the teams in our own division, they, they uh, they're not. They're having a decent year, obviously. Like they're still very much a, yep. a playoff caliber team. They're but um, fourth. They're, they're still hard to figure out. You know. Yep.
0: They're fourth in their division right now, um, behind the Rangers, Carolina, and Pittsburgh. So, fourth in, the, re-
1: fourth in the division, they got the number one wild card spot currently in the East, and they've yep. got a pretty big cushion between them and being out of the playoffs. They're 11 points ahead of the Red Wings, uh, to stay in a playoff spot. So, uh, yep. a little more yep. spread out than the West. Whereas, you look at the Western Conference wild card race. it's a lot closer. You've got St. Louis in the number one wild card with 59 points, the ducks with 55 points in the second wild card. And then you got the Edmonton Oilers and Mm -hmm. the Dallas stars creeping right up only uh, six points behind respectfully to sneak into the playoff picture. So the Western conference playoff race, at least for the wild card seems a Mm -hmm. lot closer than the East right now.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, In their actual division, they have a 14-point cushion between them and Columbus. Columbus is in fifth place. That's that's pretty strong cushion at this point in the season. So, um, yeah, I'm sure they're going to make the playoffs. For I, I sure. Would, I would definitely bank on them making it.
1: So, Oh, no. We got a three-on-one developing here for the Capitals. Not good. And the Capitals score. Did they really?
0: Man. You can't um, – yeah. Yeah. Don't pin that on Saros, that's for sure. Oh, it's only
1: it's only it's only Washington's third shot on goal of the game. And let's see what happened here. Oh my gosh, Cunning Cunning fell. What lost his stick
0: goal? He didn't even have to hit it hard.
1: Yeah, and then you've got (laughs) I got gross. You've got Fabro, you've got Fabro uh sprawling out trying to do what he can on a three on one all by himself, but uh. It's just,
0: they got three. Oh yeah.
1: That was their second shot. Let me correct myself here. That was their (laughs) second recorded shot of the game and they've already got a goal. Wow! And like you said, Rich, nothing Soros could have done about that. It's just, just sloppy, man. It's like, I don't know what's wrong with the Preds, but they just, they can't even put their skates on correctly. It seems like, I I mean, do they even know how to tie their skates at this point? Like the way they've been playing lately is just,
0: yeah, that's just horrible. Just that's nothing just is going smoothly
1: at all. They're not on the same page with each other, and they're skating and falling down, and they're that's, <laughs> causing, that's causing penalties. That's why they're committing so many penalties lately mm-hmm. is because they're not playing crisp, fundamentally sound hockey, which leads to penalties.
0: So like what you just saw – well, I just saw it. You probably already saw it. The breakaway with Forsberg at a two-on-one, and they hey, didn't even hey. get a shot.
1: He tried to stick handle. He tried to – I mean, that's worked for him a lot of times this season, but uh, in that in that instance, I mean, he just couldn't get loose. Yep. Maybe it's a good thing. I'm looking at this half, half, glass half full here, Rich. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a good thing that the Preds fall behind in this game and have to come back.
0: Maybe. Um, yeah, something needs let's, to happen now.
1: Let's go reverse psychology here, Rich. That's good.
0: Yeah, I'll take it. Um, yeah, so the Winnipeg game – the beginning of the game looked they looked really good and then dropped off, but now they're starting off not great. So maybe it'll work out, like you said. So I don't know. Mike Twitter said it's gross. It is gross. I agree. With the
1: well with the puking emoji. That's a perfect mm-hmm. time for a puking emoji there.
0: That's it right there. Gross. I agree. All
1: right, everybody who's watching, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Twitter, please tweet at the show. We love to get the uh on these watch-alongs, and really on any ep- live episode, we love our listeners and our viewers to get in on the episode. Throw your hot takes out there of the game. Tell us what you're seeing from the game. Yep. If you want us to cover any more Preds topics, let us know. If you want us to co- cover some hockey talk- topics in general, some NHL topics, yep. throw them our way. We'll post your comments on the live stream, and we will talk about them. That's what makes yep. these watch-alongs <laughs> so much fun, and that's why we like doing them.
0: Definitely. It's, that's it's why, very that's why
1: we're bringing you back-to-back nights of Catfish on Ice. I don't know really? if we've ever done that. This is a first for the show.
0: Not that I can remember. Oh! Not any time can oh. Remember.
1: We had a little bit of a one-timer there set up. Oh, oh man. Yep. Trenin, wa- Trenin was open in the slot. I don't think he got a lot on the shot, though, unfortunately. But the herd <laughs> line is, once again, our line that's making things happen right now, early in he this game. He was
0: right on the doorstep.
1: Oh, oh! I just saw it. You see what I'm talking about there, yeah. Uh, Oh, man. I got to tell you, the Capitals, they are hitting hard in this game. They are. are.
0: Well, if you remember, I think the last time they played, there was quite a few fights, uh, if I remember correctly. Um, I can't remember all who was fighting, but I think that Garnet Hathaway dude, he got in a fight with somebody, but I don't remember who. Man. They are just—they're gonna. It's gonna be one of those nights where
1: they're just gonna punish Saros all night. I mean, that's every night, Rich. <laughs> that's true. You're right. You're right. So the you're, the, you're right. the, the uh, let's go back and look at the last meeting between the Preds and the Capitals. It was on December 29th. It was a five to three loss for the Preds in that game, and that was a game, if you remember, uh, Rich, where the Capitals jumped out to a three nothing lead going into That's the first right. intermission do you remember that
0: i do now yeah now that you mentioned and that. we
1: all and we all thought that was just going to be a blowout right yep. well preds had other things in mind they ended up scoring three unanswered goals yep just tied at three you got goals from trennan you got a goal from C- uh, cunning and you got a goal yep. from Forsberg. and those were all even strength goals as well which was pretty pretty impressive yep. there to make a but they, it just, the comeback fell short because the Capitals ended up scoring two in the third period to win five to three. Yep. In that game, UC Saros had to make 32 saves and face 36 shots. Right now it's looking like he might end up facing more than 36 shots tonight. It might be another 40 save um, outing for him, which is yeah. becoming the norm for him now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Little no I was a little surprised. Well, not really, that they didn't start Riddick, but they're just gonna ride Soros, I guess, till he till he nah. lays down and
1: <laughs> We're not we're not gonna see Riddick all month. I'll I'll be shocked. Yeah, right? I don't think so either. Because I mean you're just um, looking at these opponents here. You're really gonna throw Riddick out there against Carolina, you're really gonna throw Riddick out there against Florida. Yep. Maybe you throw him out there against Dallas, but no, I don't know. <laughs> not on not on pecarina night. Exactly right. <coughs> yeah, there's Lindsey. So What's uh, up, Lindsey? Lindsey, we need some of your good mojo from the Flames, I'm not and we right. need you. We need you to send it to the Preds right now, Lindsey. We really need you to pull some of that from the Flames and give it to the Preds right now. Can you please That's do right. that
0: for us? Yep, definitely.
1: We're happy you're here, though. We're happy to have you. We know that you're trying to multitask here because the Flames are also playing right now. Pretty busy oh. night, pretty busy night, in, in the NHL tonight, Rich, we got a lot of games.
0: Yeah, to keep definitely. an eye on. Mike Twitter says that they're doing the Laviolette video
1: right now. Oh, they're interesting. Okay, he yeah. oh, deserves Twitter. it. I mean, Twitter. I think every fan should to should give him a round of applause. He took this team to within two wins of a Stanley Cup. He's yep. the, he was only the second coach in franchise history. Took over for Barry Trotz when he took over for this franchise, the team had missed the playoffs and they were very much going in the wrong direction. So yeah. as much hate and flack and criticism that Laviolette gets for uh, kind of overseeing um, a downward trend for the locker room, you still cannot overlook the fact that he got this team to within two wins of Stanley cup. Yep. You, you can't forget that. You can't just conveniently forget about that.
0: Yeah. And um, also, even though the, it wasn't the outcomes that, that everybody wanted, he did get them to the playoffs for the, the whole time he was here. So, <laughs>
1: And got him a President's he Trophy. I know, remember. you know, he got him got a him President's trophy, a trophy, which is what made the uh, banner jokes be born because it, yeah. wasn't that the year that they did the banner presentation on the ice? Oh,
0: so. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's, But, yeah, I don't know. Or if we if we were going to talk about that, all these teams have banners hanging in their in their rafters. So I, know. I don't know what they're thinking. Oh, Lindsay's going to watch the Flames to Foley time. Yeah, that's a big pickup.
1: Yeah, Lindsay, we talked about that last night in episode one hundred five about how great of an addition that is for the Flames. I Jeez. love it for the Flames. It's really showing that they're all in and they're ready to to do something special in this year's playoffs. And so watch out for the Flames. They are going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Yep, definitely.
0: All right. Shots are four to seven. Uh, Eight minutes, almost eight minutes gone.
1: The the Preds Um, just need to settle down. It's just a one goal game. You can't let this snowball like the last time they played the Capitals. But at the same time, just play a smart game. I'm not worried about one goal coming back. I'm worried more about. The mm-hmm. fact that you can't let this thing snowball, and not to make nope. excuses, but that was a—I won't—I won't call it a fluke goal, but use the term "soft." Rich, I mean, <laughs> you've got you've got Luke Cunning who just completely wipes out, blows a tire, which leads to that uh, three on one mm-hmm. for the Capitals. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think that's that, that's stuff. That's something that's not going to happen very often in, a, in no, a hockey game.
0: Definitely not. Um, yeah. It sucks, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So fourth line's out there right now. It's Tomasino skating around.
1: I'm really worried about this this line tonight. I'm really yeah. worried that they're going to maybe get exposed. I hope I'm wrong, but oh. Oh. it's just a tricky um, line. Yeah. Um, nice zone entry, though. I do like that. Uh, let's see. I'm looking for a trip, maybe. It looked almost like a tripping penalty there, but the the ref swallows his whistle on that one. Not going to call it. Of course not. I haven't gotten there yet. You'll see it. I felt like it could have been called there, but I'll wait for the slow-motion replay to see if that was actually the case. Mm -hmm. But it it sure did look like a – Oh, yeah. On uh,
0: Sissons. Hmm. Lindsay says she's wearing her new shirts from So Nashville. If you don't know now, you know. I saw those yeah. pictures um, you put on there. That was really cool. Those are some good shirts.
1: So Nashville, they make so much awesome merchandise. Oh, I love they them. Do. They're my favorite. Yeah. They're the very ideas cool. they come up with.
0: They are. I've got that hat with the um, saber-tooth skull on it, and they sent like they sent a card, a uh, 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 trading card, and um, a guitar pick, which was cool. Yeah. And then a sticker of a big guitar pick, and then something else. So,
1: what card did you get? Which player?
0: Oh, I don't remember who it was. I don't remember. Uh, Lindsay got a, a Thomas Volcun card. All right. So, uh, that.
1: when uh, so Nashville, when we did the collaboration from them in the early days of the podcast, and we did the right. Welcome to Sashville shirts that they made yep. for us, uh, I got a Rocco Grimaldi card trading oh. card. Oh, that's cool. Which I mean, look, Rocco Grimaldi, he he's having a great year right now for the Admirals. I know that. He a is. lot of your Grimaldi fans, and I'm sure him – definitely him himself, would love to be in the NHL and not playing in Milwaukee. But you yep. talk about a player who took it in stride and is having a really good year for the yep. Admirals. Definitely. He's piling, think, up the, he's piling up the goals down there. Milwaukee Admirals, they are really starting to after, hit a hot streak. They're playing great yes. hockey.
0: After a not-so-good start. I think I read on Twitter Grimaldi's got like 40 points already. So good for him. Um, I saw a comment. Somebody said, what's he got to do to get back up in Nashville? It's like, uh, I just,
1: but it, I mean,
0: I don't, I just don't. I mean, who
1: would you take out of the lineup right now to put him in?
0: Yeah. I, well, I think people were like, they called up Cole Smith. Why will they not call up? Grimaldi? I,
1: I, I kind of see that. I, I kind of see what, the, what they're saying in that, in that regard, actually.
0: Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's just, uh,
1: I'm also you know, not sure how the, uh, since he's already played in the NHL a lot, and he's uh, with his contract, I'm not sure how that would work as far as calling him up. How the, the inner workings of a uh, of a uh, having to pay him if you call him up to the NHL level, it might be a lot more expensive than calling <clears throat> Cole Smith. It, it is.
0: I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if he's got a like Yakov Trennan, I know he's got a one way contract. So if he ever has to go play in Milwaukee, they're paying him his full. Money. Exactly. So I think that's that, how probably how Grimaldi's is.
1: Too, exactly. Probably. He's yeah. not a two way contract. He's definitely not. So if you Absolutely. call him up, you're gonna be you're gonna be paying some money to do that. So that's probably yep. why they'd rather call up a Cole Smith.
0: Mike Twitter said he was worried that the hat that I got from them was going to wind up on the ice for a
1: hat trick. That hat was thirty dollars. It would not be thrown on the ice. <laughs> and uh, didn't you say, Rich, you were sitting so far up that he would have never made it, it anyway?
0: Somebody, yeah, somebody down in the lower bowl would have got it and. <laughs>
1: What went home with a nice hat. So they are nice hats. Yeah. The, the skulls it is. are. It's a very nice hat. So all right, Rich. So I won the bet tonight. Uh the Preds have not committed he a penalty did. yet, and we are well in past 10 minutes into regulation. So
0: yep. But they're also not playing very aggressive.
1: <laughs> they're not. I do think they're playing a little cautious. They're having a hard time getting any sustained zone time in the offensive zone. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm seeing they're yep. they're just the capitals are kind of smothering them right now like as soon as they get into the offensive zone mm-hmm. they're kind of smothering them defensively is what i'm seeing and
0: and that's actually what happened against winnipeg a lot that i noticed i mean after the penalties the steam kind of went out of them but they couldn't they couldn't hold on to the puck like they just yeah. they, they would skate into the offensive zone and then be done one shot and done type stuff. So they've
1: got eight shots on goal so far tonight, but they have not been very high quality, high danger Mm -hmm. shots with the exception of the, uh, Trenton look early in the game where he got in close from behind the net. Other than that, I haven't seen any high quality shots. That's that's forced a really difficult save at all. Oh, Oh, that just when I say that they nearly scored on a redirect, and it was a designed redirect. Like they were looking in one of those like bank shots that they like to do those pinball oh, yeah, yeah. t- types of goals. You're going to see it mm-hmm. here, Rich. And that was a uh, that was definitely designed there. That I thought that might end up in oh. the back of the net there.
0: Yeah, was it the one, Jano? Yeah. yeah,
1: that was a uh, that was a good mm-hmm. design play. That might be what they're going to have to do here.
0: Yeah, it's looking like it. Um, I mean, the
1: Capitals aren't getting a good a lot of good looks either. I mean, this is very much a this is a choppy game.
0: Yeah. And uh, like you said, that – did they just score? Every time you go, uh, it makes me think they're
1: going to score. Yeah, you're like freaked out. Like you're like you're – basically, you're basically just watching my facial expressions yeah. based on –
0: When you go, uh, 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 that's funny. All
1: right, um, so we are, we're at a commercial break here, and uh, it's one nothing. Capitals are leading. Very choppy game so far. Uh, yes. Both teams having a hard time uh getting any type of good offensive looks early on. And and the one time the Capitals scored tonight so far, I mean, it was just a broken play. <sighs> yeah. Luke Luke Cunning breaks blows a tire is what I want to call it. And just three on one. I mean, Saros has no chance at that. It wasn't a pretty three on one goal, but it was still a goal and they all count the same.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Which yeah. so that's good. They're not, you know, the Capitals aren't just coming out and like like wiping the floor with them or anything. So
1: hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Rich.
0: <laughs> they're not yet. Hopefully, they won't. Let's check um, out what's
1: going on around the league that, tonight here. So we got the Blues good. and the Senators playing right now. The Blues are up three to two. Uh, mm. I gotta say, the Senators—they've been playing a little bit better lately. I don't—I mean, I haven't been following the Eastern Conference mm-hmm. nearly as closely, obviously. But nah. I, I've, like I said, the Senators beat the Capitals. Recently, mm-hmm. a couple days ago, and, and they're going toe to toe with the Blues right now, only down three to two. So uh, we'll keep yeah. an eye on that game. Go Senators here as Preds fans. We are not definitely pull for the Senators. Blues ever. Oh, so go no. Senators That's in that game. gonna happen. That's Flyers never- and mean. Flyers and Penguins are playing. Flyers are up three to two on the Penguins. Sabers, Sabers <laughs> and Islanders are tied two to two in what's probably the worst matchup of the night. No one Oops. really wants to watch that game. Most yeah. likely. Scalpers
0: were uh, like, eh, I'll just take... The how about the off. Devils?
1: The Devils are up 3-1 to one on the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's a little bit of a surprising score.
0: It is. Wow. I wouldn't have expected that. Oh, Pat Maroon scored a goal. What do you know? That's cool.
1: Did you see where uh, P.K. Subban donated to the Montreal Children's Hospital again? No, I didn't. I want to say it was... I'll look it up, the exact figure, but but he's he conti- continues to be a, just a great... Philanthropist for this league, yeah, all the good stuff he does. Yeah, he's
0: a good dude. He's uh, the Bruins,
1: like the, the Bruins are up one nothing on the Rangers. That's a good game. That'd be a good game to watch.
0: Yeah, that'd be then, huge if they can beat the Rangers without all the people. I don't know if Bergeron's playing tonight or not. I don't know if he's back with them, but
1: yeah. And then later tonight, we've got the Flames against the Blue Jackets. Tyler to Foley of course, with the Flames now and the big acquisition. The Stars take on the Avalanche. Um, And what is a rematch of a couple days ago where I'm pretty sure the Avs wiped the floor with the Stars the other day.
0: I believe you're right. I think you're uh, absolutely correct.
1: I'd rather just see it happen again. I already know that the Avs are going to run away with the division, so I would rather them just go ahead and knock the Stars back even further. How are you feeling about that? Who are you going for in that game, Rich? you got to pick somebody.
0: It's it's tough, but, yeah, I, I like your reasoning.
1: What you just said. Um
0: yeah, we're, I not like gonna, we're not, gonna, gonna we're not catching
1: we're not catching Colorado no, no. matter what. No. so how about we just let them continue to pile up the points? They can get the President's trophy for all I care. And no. let's just focus on the Dallas Stars just continuing to fall backwards. I, I like that way more.
0: I'm definitely down for that. Definitely. And then the Edmonton
1: um, Edmonton Oilers take on the LA Kings in a late night matchup. Uh, which should be a good game. And did you see uh where uh, Evander Kane got booed in San Jose? I,
0: I heard about it. I didn't see it, but that uh that doesn't surprise me one bit. So
1: no, not of course not. But uh, oh. so I thought I thought that was kind of interesting.
0: Tanner Gino took a puck to the ankle. Looks like
1: that is never never he's, something you like to see.
0: Yeah, he's uh he's tough. He'll shake it off. He he's he's been hit in the face, so he he's good. Mike Twitter says Jano's hobbling. I
1: Inzy's don't like good. to hear that at all.
0: Lindsay said, no, not Jano. No, we cannot not lose
1: him. No.
0: That'd be bad. Very bad. We just
1: we need Forsberg to catch fire again. He's I mean, he's just we need him tonight to just have one of his classic takeover games.
0: Capitals just had a really good scoring opportunity and whiffed on it, so that's good.
1: They can just keep doing that. It's not been a pretty offensive game for either team so far. Mm-hmm. No. It's really been kind of kind of sloppy, honestly.
0: Oh, and then they're showing a picture of John Carlson up on the TV? Oh, like that. Why would they do that? It's it's. <laughs> Are you 100. watching the
1: Valley Sports South broadcast as well? I am, yeah. All right. Yep. Definitely. Well, they do. I will say that our Valley Sports South crew does a great job of not being homers or not, not being biased. Yeah. Like, they really do call the game evenly. You, you yeah. hear some of these regional broadcasts sometimes, oh, and the, sure. the home announcers are unbearable. Like, they just – Everything that happens is always the worst thing that could happen if it's against their home team. They don't – whereas Willie Donick and Chris Mason – they do yep. an outstanding job of calling the game, the way mm-hmm. the game is happening. And of course, Terry Crisp and Lindsey Rally, that whole crew, Kara yep. Hammer. I mean, yep. we're we're spoiled with the uh, our regional Valley Sports South crew.
0: Absolutely. And the good thing, that's what's cool about it. like Chris Mason, like when they do stuff wrong, he, he'll he calls them out for it. So that's awesome. I like that. Lindsay says, maybe I should have worn my Scoresberg shirt. Yeah, definitely.
1: We need him to look like Scoresberg tonight.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd like to see Duchesne.
1: Let's look at the numbers right now. We need more comments. The Bring them in. Bring them in. If you're watching on YouTube right now and you haven't commented yet or maybe you've never introduced yourself on the show, don't be shy. We want to hear yeah, from you. We'll definitely. share your comments. Give us a hot take. You got a hot take on the Preds. We want to hear it. We Absolutely. will share it. We will discuss. Yep. Let's look at it here. Shots are 10 to 8 in favor of the Preds. Uh hits are eight to six in favor of the Preds. No penalties from either team yet. Kind of surprising.
0: Very surprising. Uh
1: seven to four blocks are leading uh by the Capitals. Giveaways. Mm-hmm. The Preds have four. They really got to cut back on those giveaways. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at right now on Definitely. your main stats of the game early on, the team stats.
0: Where is the
1: We are getting so close, Rich, to the Stadium Series game on February 26th. They are starting to bring the refrigeration into Nissan Stadium. Did you see that?
0: I did see that.
1: It's getting real. It is getting real, y'all.
0: Yeah. I actually have a – it's not really a secret or anything, but I would love to have a job doing the ice like that, putting the ice down. It looks like it's a lot of fun. You mean like so. the Zamboni driver? No, like the people who actually put the ice down. <laughs> yeah, I want to be <laughs> is there. that
1: gonna be is that gonna be your retirement job, Rich? When you like uh, you like because sometimes people go into retirement, but they still want to work and they want to have Zamboni. something to do, and so they're not really yeah. doing it for the money. So maybe you can retire, go into your retirement as a Zamboni driver.
0: Hey, that's fine.
1: That'd be kind of cool, actually. Cool. It would sign me yep. up for that. Yeah, I'd do it.
0: So my, my wife <clears throat> wants to, uh, you know how you can pay money and they'll let you ride on the Zamboni? She she really is itching to do that. So we're going to try to oh, make yeah. that happen down the that road some cool. point. Yeah. That would be
1: cool. That would be very cool. All right, so everybody, I'm going into enemy. Speaking of the Stadium Series game. Oh, yeah. And, ta- and speaking of the Tampa Bay Lightning, I am going – I'm moving to Tampa Bay, St. Petersburg this summer, probably in like three or four months. And everyone's already trying to accuse me that I'm going to, like, switch sides and magically become a Tampa Bay fan. That's not going to happen, first of all. But I am moving down there. I want to be a beach bum for a year at least. See how much I like it down there. But uh, I'm going into enemy territory tomorrow to look at places, uh, look at places to live, check the place out. So I'm going down into Tampa. I will do my own scouting. I'll do my recon that's maybe good. if I maybe if I see Nikita Kucherov running around or Braden Point or Vasilevsky, maybe I'll throw like a banana peel in front of them, <laughs> or they have to slip and fall or something. I don't know. I'll yep. do some recon though. I'll see. I'll try to see, scope it out, see what's going on.
0: Yep. So, so are you gonna like you want to like live on the beach, like in one of those? No, places? I'm, like, I'm gonna no. be like
1: 20 minutes away from the beach, most oh, okay. likely. I'm gonna gotcha. be in the downtown center of St. Petersburg, which is about 30 minutes across the bridge from Tampa Bay. Okay. St. Petersburg's basically a peninsula off yep. of Florida's coast and Tampa's on the mainland and they're separated by a bridge. I
0: cannot think if I've ever been to either Tampa Bay or St. Petersburg.
1: Well, Tampa Bay is much more metropolitan. It's your typical large, massive city whereas gotcha. uh, St. Petersburg is very uh chill. It's very uh not it's it's a very nice city. It's a very clean city from what I've been to the last couple times. It's just a really cool place. So I'm just That's really cool. excited to uh to move there this summer, but I will keep my Preds gear. I will still be a Preds fan always, but I am yeah. going to be really, I, the first time the Preds play at Tampa Bay while I'm living there, I'm definitely going.
0: Yeah. And, oh, I will wear my,
1: and I'll be wearing my Preds gear all the you way. Should. Yeah. All right. Definitely. What's going on um, in this game, Rich? Let's see here. The Preds are in the zone. They're trying to set some things up here. Uh I mean, we got to get some, some quality shots on goal here. I just have not seen any.
0: It's 10 ten they've 10. been they've been few right, and far between.
1: Very few <coughs> and far between.
0: Yep. Mike Twitter says yes, you have to go and wear your preds gear to the Tampa Bay game.
1: Oh, it's gonna happen. I can't yep. wait either. It's gonna be fun. I love want- I love going to away games and being the opposing fan. It's actually Like, there's something about it, like the rush you get from it, the adrenaline from it. And I've done it as a Preds fan a couple times, but not really to any big rivalry games. I've gone like – I I went to a Columbus game as a Preds fan. Uh, So, I mean, nothing like too crazy. I've always wanted to go see the Preds play St. Louis in St. Louis. Oh, wow. But uh, I haven't gotten around to doing that yet either. But uh, (laughs) –
0: This is funny. Lindsay says, "Me as a jump Zambovany driver, maybe I could become an e-bug." <laughs> um, well, probably not because I do not know how to ice skate, so um, don't think I could do that. And then she's got the Toronto Joe. Oh,
1: what a steal! What a takeaway from Ellie Tolvanen. That was that. You're about to see this, Rich. That, that was very smooth skating there. He creates his chance on his own. It was a nice poke check there. Skated into the zone, made a little bit of a stick move. Oh, Oh,
0: man. I just, I'm seeing it right now. Oh my gosh, it was behind the back.
1: He ran, he he just ran out of real estate. He got a little too in close. Uh, Sometimes you get too close into the goaltender, like you get in a little too tight and you don't really have any room to put the puck anywhere. That's kind of what happened there. But that was pretty. Give him a 10 out of 10 for the effort and a 10 out of 10 for uh, the poke check.
0: Yep. Lindsay said, Chad leaving Nashville. Say it ain't so.
1: The podcast will live on, Lindsay. I will do the podcast yep. from Florida for sure. Yep.
0: Because if it turns into a Tampa Bay podcast, I'm out of here. It will not happen, Rich. <laughs> that will never it happen.
1: I know it wouldn't. Never happen.
0: Oh. Come on, guys. Just get
1: a quick one here to end this period yeah we're we're inside 30 seconds left in the first period it's just uh i'm okay with i mean i hate being down one nothing but honestly yeah
0: it could be worse
1: it could be a lot worse and i i I feel like this is this is about the best you can hope for without scoring honestly oh
0: and it seems like they're
1: There was one more good chance there from the Preds right before the period ended, but, uh, Oh, Oh yeah. Shane, Shane, was in the middle of that scoring chance, but, um, the Preds are going to go into the first intermission down one to nothing.
0: Oh man. That was so close. All right. Well,
1: all right. Where's our confidence level one to 10 coming out of that first period. I'm I'm at like a six. I still feel like they can figure some things out here.
0: Six or seven. I think it could have been a lot worse. But they do need to figure out how to score. It looks like they're having some.
1: Yeah, I think I I think in this game we call hockey, you're supposed to score, but I mean
0: after a hundred six after
1: a hundred and six episodes, Rich of Catfish and Ice, I think one thing we can say for sure (laughs) is you're supposed to score goals in hockey. It took us a while to figure that out, but I think that's what Mm -hmm. the objective of this game is.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of I was watching basketball a long time ago. I guess it would have been a college game. And uh, Clark Kellogg said something about they just got to get the ball in the basket. (laughs) And I was like, that dude makes a lot of money to be an analyst. And that's what he came up with. So crazy. Seems to happen. It's crazy. So anyway, let's see what Mike Twitter says. Will just said, Care Hammer is about to break some news. Ooh. Uh,
1: all righty, then. Um, all right. That's always good. We'll keep an eye on what we hear
0: um, from that. Mike Twitter says, My thought is it's Shea Weber to be. Uh, well, we saw point. that.
1: You know, we already saw rumblings about that. And um, that seems like a good guess there from Mike Twitter. That's probably I what it's going to be. Good one. And you know what? <sighs> Like, it's not going to be enough tears flowing that night for Pecorino. Right? But if Shea Weber joins the fold, uh, I mean, that's like a double double whammy there because, I mean, I, honestly, I'm getting a little emotional and I'm not even being exaggerating right now. Just thinking about how important equally oh, Pecorino yeah. and Shea Weber were to the growth of this franchise. Oh, yeah. Shea Weber was right in the thick of it with Pecorine when this franchise was thinking about moving Yep. to oh, Hamilton. Yeah. They were going to move to Hamilton, Ontario. It wow. was like as good as done. There was only about, what, 12,000, 13,000 fans showing up to the game on average. Yep. This, this, I mean, nobody was going to the games. It was awful. And <laughs> you had a player like Shea Weber who was worth going to see. Then, you, then that's when the team started finally building some things mm-hmm. and they started building a roster that could get into the playoffs again. But it was really looking bad there, like the team was going to move. Yeah. And Shea Weber was a big reason why this franchise never left Nashville and ended up accomplishing what they did after that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that was when I missed the Shea Weber era, era um, when I started watching, but – just look like looking at it and looking at contracts and stuff, it and and bringing PK Subban in, which was good because you know they did get to the the Stanley Cup final, but it kind of would have been cool to keep Shea Weber, I think. Mm. Just
1: um I mean, it's hard to say looking back it on is. it. I mean, because Su- yeah. well, the biggest thing is Subban did have. But he just wasn't here very long. That's the biggest right. thing about that trade. But when he was yep. here, he did do some really good things that Stanley Cup season, for sure. But uh, then you look at Shea Weber. He's had some good seasons. He had some a couple good seasons with Montreal, but then these injuries have just completely derailed his career. And it's so sad to watch because, I mean, oh yeah, he deserves better, and it's just you hate it for him. And that's another reason why I get kind of emotional even thinking about him coming to Pecorino night is because – we might not ever see Shea Weber ever play again.
0: Yeah. So I remember remember last season when the season ended um, the, the the conversations that they were having about Shea Weber was like, it's not just whether he'll be able to play hockey again. It's like, is he going to be able to have like a pain free life for the rest of his life? And that's, that's tough. That's really tough when you hear stuff like that, like that dude's a tough man, but the years have just taken their toll on him and um, yeah, I don't know. Just, it's kind of sad that he might not play again. He, I, I would 99% sure he's not going to play again. So,
1: <laughs> But it's it, it's going to be really awesome for him and well-deserved if he gets honored alongside mm-hmm. Pecorine that night. I mean, obviously the night's going to be all about Pecorine. We know yeah. that. But if, if he's part of the festivities that night, uh, you think it's already going to be emotional? Ramp it up even more if the Shea Weber joins in on that.
0: Definitely. So when we were at the game Saturday, we were trying to figure out like where they're going to hang the, his Jersey, like his number. So the division champ stuff is all in the one end. And then like the other end doesn't really have anything in it. So I don't know if they're going to like hang it there or whatever. That's a,
1: that's a a good question. Yeah. That's yeah. We'll find out. So we were sitting on
0: the, we were sitting on the, opposite side like the logos, like backwards to us so the 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 banners that they have hung are up on we're to our right but the other end has nothing so maybe that's where they'll put them and then eventually they'll put roman yossi's jersey up there and um <laughs> yeah you know, hopefully down down the birds and,
1: <laughs> and hopefully a stanley cup banner how about that rich i'd rather have that definitely yeah <laughs>
0: definitely all right so we're, we are
1: we are in the first intermission here we're going to take a quick break just like a 60 seconds we're going to step away do what we got to do we will be right back don't go anywhere we are here from start to finish on this watch along episode 106 of catfish and ice fred's first capitals we'll be right cool. back don't go anywhere stay with us and we'll get into some more live reaction of the fred's with capitals we'll be right back cool, cool. And we're back. We took a little break here. As we're in the first of Red and Capitals, price down one nothing to the Capitals. Uh, but hey, they're already better off than the last time they played at the Capitals. this season when they were down three to nothing at this yeah, point. That was so, ugly. so the big uh, announcement was they signed a contract extension for
0: Mark uh, year. Oh wow! Yeah, one year, nine hundred thousand. Dollar, uh,
1: contract so uh, there's one, oh, there go. one down yeah so that's good yeah so you remember so rich you remember we've kind of speculated about start. we kind of speculated there it is logan uh welcome in logan borrow yeah, cop what bo- borrow cop which i love that nickname that uh, a one cool. year nine hundred thousand dollar extension wow that's yep. and that's really a bargain i'm sorry
0: yeah, I was just looking at the contract tracker on the Pred's app and um he was making like this year two million. So he took a a little bit wow. of a Very uh, interesting. discount to stay in Nashville, I'm assuming. So I love it.
1: And yeah, that's that's cool. that's really what a true teammate does. He's he probably could have got he probably could have made more money somewhere else. Let's be honest.
0: Yeah, I think so. But I think he really likes it here. I mean, I'm not trying. I'm
1: not trying to say he'd be some highly coveted player on the open market and get this big payday, but right. I do think he's could probably make more on the open market than what he's getting. But that goes to show you that he really believes in what's going on here, and he loves the team, and he wants to be yep. here. So I like the signing. But we've speculated about it, Rich, uh, when we were kind of talking about future free agents, and we've we kind of speculated what the team might look like next year with like mm-hmm. prospects and stuff. We, I've always been of the belief that it's more than likely that Borowiecki will be back next season, but not Matt Benning.
0: Yeah, I'm, I really want now because they're know both because they were both
1: they were both due to become UFAs in the off season. Mm-hmm. You've already got Borowiecki marked off, but. We'll have to wait and see if the Preds decide to bring back Benning again or if they would rather make room for one of their prospects, like Jeremy Davies, for instance. Yeah. Or David Parents. Justin,
0: Justin Gambino, probably the state taxes as well helps. I'm sure it does. Uh, very, very, true.
1: Very, true. <laughs> very true. Very true. Very true.
0: So I'm looking at the contract tracker they have. So <clears throat> the UFAs and the RFAs are Nick Cousins, obviously Philip Forsberg, Cody Glass is an RFA. Rocco Grimaldi is a UFA. Luke Cunning and Matt Luff are RFAs. And Yakov Trennan is an RFA. Matt Benning is, is a UFA. Borbieski, they they took care of him. Matias Eckholm has a new contract. David Ference is an RFA. And Ben Harper is an unrestricted free agent. So out I of all the agree. out
1: of all those you just listed, let's go through and, and talk about the ones that we think will not be back. I've already said okay. Matt Benning will not be back. Right. Um, I don't think Nick Cousins is coming back.
0: Okay, so so let's do let's do the, the defensemen. So Matt Benning probably not. Matias Ekholm obviously has a contract. Ben Harper, do you think Ben Harper will no. be back? I,
1: okay. I, I think it's time to finally put this to rest, Rich.
0: I agree one hundred percent. So David Ferrance, obviously he's a restricted free agent. I think he'll definitely be back.
1: A lot um, of your RFAs that yeah. they usually get them resigned when yeah. they're prospects.
0: Yep. Um, So then you go with the forwards. Nick Cousins, you don't think he's going to be back. And the
1: reason why I don't think Nick Cousins is going to be back, I don't think he really fits the future of this team. And I think you've got too many up-and-coming prospects Mm -hmm. that bring you more offense, that bring you more. Why would you uh, pay what it's going to take to keep Cousins around? Because Cousins is is going to want to get paid by somebody. Mm-hmm. And I don't see the point in the Preds tr- uh paying for him. There's going to be another team out there on the open market that would much rather pay to, to get Nick Cousins, but yeah. I don't think if I don't think he fits the Preds anymore past this season. I yeah. think that you got to make room for some of your prospects that you want to make room for. Like, you know, we bring up Igor Afanasiev all the time, and I still think there is He's a favorite. future for him to be starting next season. Mm-hmm. And yep. Cody Glass as well. Let's not forget mm-hmm. about Cody Glass. I mean, he's yep. having an outstanding year of development with the Milwaukee Admirals. I mean, he is just piling up the points down there. Looks yep. really comfortable for Milwaukee. Yep. So h- how can you leave Cousins in there? He's just going to take <clears> a spot from one of these players you want to get back into the lineup next season. Yep. So Cousins, he seems like he's definitely going to yep. be gone.
0: So I'm looking, if you look at, um, so Nick Cousins is $1.5 this year and Rocco Grimaldi is 2 million so
1: Rocco I, I, unfortunately I think Rocco Grimaldi's gone too
0: well that's what I was going to say so for 3.5 million you could get two to three of your your um your prospects you know yeah sign them for not to mention not 000, to mention 000. we've already
1: talked to Hart from Puckpedia a few episodes ago and he he was talking about it how The Preds have an outstanding cap situation going into the offseason. (laughs) They're one of the top teams in terms of projected cap space. Like, I think the last time I checked, they were fourth. It might have changed since the last time I checked. But the last time I checked a couple weeks ago, they were fourth most projected cap space in the league.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: So So And here's another thing about Grimaldi. I feel like if Grimaldi was in the long-term future plans of this team, he would be caught up in a situation like tonight. Over
0: Colt Smith. I, to, I agree 100%. So here, here's a good example. So Nick Cousins, obviously he's a veteran and has been here in the league. Uh, 1.5 million. Yakov Trenin, 725,000. That's how much he makes.
1: And you're, yak- you're getting y- way more. Yak- yeah.
0: You're getting way more production out of him than you are Nick Cousins, truthfully.
1: Yakov Trenin so. going to get a pay raise, a pretty good pay raise. What should. would you what would you be willing to pay Yakov training per year based uh, on what he's brought to the team? Let's put your GM hat on here, Rich. I want to get I'm your not, uh, I want to get an really. idea of what you would pay. In.
0: I'm not very good at this. Um, I don't know one and a half maybe. That That's fair? kind of what I was
1: thinking. Honestly, is that fair? I wouldn't I mean, invest. I wouldn't invest in a super long term deal for him. Right. But I would definitely give him a three year deal. Yeah. Three year one and a half million. That seems yeah. fair. I like that. That's. That's he get he gets a pay raise. He doubles his pay basically, which yeah. shows it, it, that shows him, hey, we care about you. We're doubling your pay, one and a half million. Mm-hmm. And also, we're gonna give you three years. So we're gonna invest in you for a while. We're not gonna just give you the the basic one year deal. I mm-hmm. feel like he's already proved it that he is a very valuable part of this team's depth. Yep. And so you definitely gotta keep him one and a half million for three years. I like it, mm-hmm. Rich. Yep. So I think so, he stays.
0: Yeah, I think so too. So then Luke Cunning is—he's uh, his is two point three million as an RFA, as an RFA. So I think you've I, got to keep stays, him too. <laughs> he stays. Yeah, he stays. Yeah, you definitely got, got to figure out that, a way to keep him. Figure that out. So then the other two um, are Cody Glass and Matt Luff. So Cody mm-hmm. Glass is still on an entry contract. Matt Luff yeah. is seven hundred fifty thousand.
1: So uh I, I feel like it'd be pre- i mean maybe matt Luff doesn't stick around that's possible Yep. but uh definitely cody glass is you're 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 gonna keep him yeah. cody glass is gonna be around for I sure i think cody glass is going to definitely be in the starting lineup next season
0: yeah i think so too or i hope so anyway yeah, so that leaves. Uh, I mean,
1: you're still. You need Cody Glass to to really show you, give you some uh, value out of that uh, that Ryan Ellis trade.
0: Absolutely. Um, so Matt Benning, one million dollars is what he makes this season. So maybe they. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. He,
1: I, I wouldn't sign him for anything more than another than one that? year. Maybe a one year. I'd give him another one year, maybe one and a half million. I wouldn't give him a, a crazy pay raise mm-hmm. and I wouldn't sign him super long term. Because one of the things you got to remember as much as I do appreciate Matt Benning and yep. the way he has uh, really solidified the defensive depth, yep. you can't pour in too much money into those players because then you're really screwing your prospects. Well, you're, you're pouring it. Well, that too, but you're also pouring in money to a position that doesn't have a high impact in terms of right scoring, in terms of things like that. And so if he's yeah. looking for a big pay raise and that's what he's going to be out for, then he's definitely not coming back. If he's willing, if he's willing to kind of go the route that Mark Barwiecki just went, then mm-hmm. maybe you do keep him for a bargain. I mean, I'm not totally against it yeah. because I do think they're a great pairing together. Yeah. But again, I want to make more space next season. For these prospects to get back into the, to the mix, and it's not going to happen if you keep benning in in the mix. Absolutely, so I'm, look I'm a bi- I'm a big team. Jeremy Davies guy here. I I I want Jeremy Davies to be on the third pairing. I like his offensive game. I like yep. the fact that he can bring and he. Mm-hmm. He's going to keep developing, and he's running out of time here to, to make it to the NHL as far as uh, making yep. any kind of long-term impact. I believe Jeremy Davies is already 25 years old.
0: I think you're right.
1: I will fact-check myself right. on that just to make sure. But, uh, <clears throat> he's definitely not some young player that – and we were talking about P.K. Subban earlier. Well, that was mm-hmm. what we got out of the P.K. Subban trade. When P.K. Subban went to the Devils right. – we got Jeremy Davies out of that deal. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Jeremy Davies just turned 25 back in December. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah.
0: So, yeah. So, I'm looking at. So, that's an Mark,
1: interesting list, though, Rich. That's a. It is. Yeah. There's a lot, so going there's going a lot back to figure out.
0: Going back to the Mark Borbieski thing. So, his his cap hit is, is $2 million, and they just said that it's 900000 next year. So, that's a million. What one savings right there already? That's, that's
1: amazing that he took that kind of a pay cut. I mean, yeah, it is. I'm thinking, I, I, I respect the hell out of that though, that he's that he it's not just about the money for him. Yeah, and he he it tells me he believes in this scene. Yeah,
0: well, it also makes me think that poyle has got something up his sleeve for next season. So, oh, for sure. Yeah, so, and I'm and sure, and
1: I'm, I'm sure a part of it might be, Hey, I want to give y'all more. Uh, room to sign a superstar. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to take a pay cut so that you all can do that. Sure.
0: Yep. To have a better chance of getting a cup. Hey, yep. that's
1: the old school Tom Brady move there. Tom Brady took pay cuts for years when he played for the... I know you're not a big NFL guy, Rich. But- I, I know about
0: Tom the him taking pay cuts, though. I didn't Yeah, I did Tom Brady that. used yeah. to
1: take so many pay cuts when he played for the uh, Patriots. and It mm-hmm. allowed the Patriots to go out and make more signings. And so, uh, yeah.
0: And that's why he's got enough rings to fill both of his hands
1: <laughs> <laughs> right so that, that that's pretty cool though uh that is good that mark yeah. barvietsky did that I agree. it's not just about the money for him
0: i agree i agree
1: so we're into the second period here yep of our watch along episode 106 of catfish on ice back-to-back episodes of catfish on ice this it's week crazy. Go back and listen to episode 105 last night. It was a really fun episode. What all did we get into last night? Oh, yeah, it was a lot of satire. How about that?
0: Mm-hmm. Preds, Valentines. Yeah, we and... we
1: picked we picked, uh, we picked Valentines for the Preds players. And, yep. of course, they were so dumb. But it was fun. It is and, fun. And uh, David Poyle's Valentine has definitely got to be Philip Forsberg. What else did mm-hmm. we do? David Riddick's needs to be John Hines so that maybe he'll yep. get to play a he game play. eventually.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tanner Janose was all the guys who open and shut the door in the penalty box because he yeah. sees them all the time. Yeah, yeah. L-
1: Ellie Tolvanens needs to be the back of the net. and He needs to break back up at the, the post because it's a toxic mm-hmm. relationship.
0: Absolutely. And then So go back and we, listen
1: to that episode. That was fun. Yeah. And
0: then we talked about Predators as football players.
1: We built our entire football roster using Preds players. Yep. And And Ben Hart, and just to give you a little bit of a preview, we don't want to give it all away because we do want you to to go listen to the episode, but just to give you one – we'll give you two positions, our kicker and our punter. Our kicker was U.C. Soros because of his tree trunk legs that he's got.
0: He can hit a 60-yarder probably. We we figure
1: he could probably kick the hell out of a football. Mm Mm-hmm. And our punter was Ben Harper because our buddy Kyle Perkins so eloquently stated that when when things go wrong, you call on your punter, and that's what happens when things go wrong. They call on Ben Harper.
0: Absolutely, he said we already suck, so we got to punt the ball. So we're gonna let Ben Harper in. So,
1: so Ben Harper was our punter. You're gonna have to go back and listen to the episode to find (sighs) out who our quarterback was, find out who our running back was. It was dumb, but it was fun.
0: That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then I realized also that we did not do our uh, clutch performers of the week. Oh, but well, then, let's I started, do it. then I started then I started well, I started thinking about it like mm, I don't know. I only have two. I couldn't even come up with a third one. So it was it that
1: bad, Rich. It was pretty bad. <laughs> let's give me your two bad. then, and maybe uh, give me so, your two and I give me your two and I'll fill in on the third one. And we for reference here, we do clutch performers of the week. Every, anyone who's new to the podcast listening tonight yeah. or watching. Every Monday, we do our clutch performers of the week, and we basically it's like in hockey, you have your three stars of the game, but we do three clutch performers, and it's our three players on the Preds yep. who performed at a high level in the clutch moments of a game. Yep. And you know, UC Saros is usually always in there, and so this past week, we would be going off the games against Dallas and Winnipeg, which were two yes. awful games to watch, to be quite honest. Horrible. But uh, let, let's hear two of your clutch performers then, Rich.
0: So it's basically just stats-based. Um Roman Yossi had three assists in two games, which that's awesome. Not
1: 100% clutch or anything. But he does that and, in his sleep, Rich. But he does that in his sleep. I, I, I so think, I think like, Yossi scores a point every time when he sleeps. He, he does, probably.
0: And then uh, Matt Duchesne had a goal in both games. I don't know. His those goal against Winnipeg, his goal against Winnipeg was, it was pretty clutch because he, um, he had to wheel the puck in there and it was, it was good. But man, yeah. it's, it's tough
1: to find. I can't argue with either one of those. Anything else. <laughs> it's you tough can't. to find
0: anything else.
1: Carrier had two assists. Okay. Assist in each game. So maybe we can just throw him All in right.
0: there. We'll make him the. I know. don't
1: even know who else you go with.
0: Uh, I, I couldn't find anything. It was a rough I didn't week.
1: Dig, Yeah, I didn't dig like real deep, but
0: yeah, just the the main stats, uh, goals, assists, you know, blocks type stuff. It was just it was a rough week. It was definitely a rough week.
1: I mean, we can give we can give uh, the third clutch performer of the week to UC Soros because his thirty eight saves at least kept the Winnipeg Jets from putting up a seventh spot on the press.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, I don't know. That's true.
1: Yeah, it was There's a rough that. week. I, I'm, I'm okay with those three picks there. So we'll just yeah, say our Clutch good. Performers of the Week were... We'll say that just because he's the captain and he, he steers the ship, we'll put Roman Yossi number one. Yep. We'll put Matt Duchesne number two. And we'll put number three, Alex Carrier. Those yep. are our Clutch Performers of the Week. We'll go ahead and stick with that. That's good. That was a rough week, though. Yeah, I didn't really want to do... We didn't want to skip a Clutch Performers, but that mm-hmm. was probably the worst one we've had to do all year.
0: We got talking about... All the fun stuff and just gave it, didn't do it. So. so
1: so let's see what's going on in this game now. Still one to nothing. Preds are now up to seventeen shots on goal. Uh it's just not a lot happening here. No, it's just it's Justin, not it's not been a particularly exciting game at all.
0: Yeah, I just saw what Justin was talking about. So um Ovechkin like blocked the goal and like took a puck to the to the back here a second ago and said, Oh, saved oh the you're goal. about to
1: the Preds just cannot get a bounce. You're about to see another. Oh, op- they had a wide open yeah. net here, and <sighs> it just got the pass. Just di- didn't connect to hit the open shot. Yep.
0: Ah, uh, it's a rough, rough night. That's for sure. Did they score?
1: No, they did not oh, score. Man. But every time, <laughs> every time it seems like the Preds get a little bit of a scoring chance, it goes right back to the other end in the. So, that was Duchesne. Oh, yeah. That was Duchesne who got the shot off. He entered the zone on a nice zone injury. Dreaded a drop pass to Forsberg. Forsberg went back to Duchesne. Oh, man. That was a really... That was a clutch save.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: But you had a wide open net there. And and Duchesne tried to feed it back out in front of the net for the open net. But the pass got broken up.
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh, they're showing it—the replay. Oh, yeah. and
1: Dushane's not happy about something. I don't know if he thought he was penalized. He got penalized there, or that he thought that he there was a penalty. Happened. But he doesn't look happy. He's definitely shouting across the bench here at something. But uh,
0: I don't know what happened.
1: We still have not seen a penalty in this game, Rich, from either team. I,
0: I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Justin says, "Bruh, the Preds seem like they are just doomed right now. Yeah, nothing's going in. They just
1: can't—they can't get anything to bounce their way." Yeah. It definitely feels like possibly one of those nights where even a two goal deficit might be too much to overcome.
0: Yep. Definitely. It's just so weird. I don't know. They're just, they do seem like, this is Justin with another good point. Nothing is allowed to go right lately. Yes. Things have not been going very well.
1: Let's be honest here as well. These guys are human. And sometimes when you get stuck in these ruts, they over. Yep. You know, they they try to overdo it. You know what I mean? Like they –
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah, agreed 100%. Like
1: instead of just calming down and playing your game, playing loose, you try to overdo it. And then that's also when you commit bad mistakes. You commit mm-hmm. bad giveaways like we just saw. I just saw a bad giveaway from the Preds here. Luckily, it ended up being offsides on the Capitals. But it's just – it feels like they're trying a little too hard.
0: Yes, that that's a good way to put it. So
1: and Deshane looks so frustrated, like he is still running his mouth about something. Like I I, what happened, he must think that he got uh, penalized.
0: Yeah, something I don't know on that on happened. that
1: break in there.
0: <laughs> Justin said maybe <laughs> this is funny. Maybe they should go back to their penalty game. Yeah, maybe. No, <laughs> I don't know.
1: All right, so let's see. Uh, Duchesne's breaking into the zone, though. He's playing aggressive. He's trying to make things happen right there, so I appreciate him doing that. He's making some good zone entries. He's trying to make some stuff happen. But I'm telling you, the Capitals are doing a really good job of counterattacking, and it's really freaking me out. Yeah. I don't like that. So
0: it looks – so we know that, like, when they were on their win streak and they were playing really well, they were saying, we're playing for each other and we're having fun. They don't look like they're having fun or playing for
1: each other anymore. It looks you hit like- the nail on that. You hit the nail on the head <laughs> yeah. there, Rich. They do not look like they're having fun out there. They look frustrated. They look like they're too serious. Just not
0: they're not comfortable. Yeah, that's that's a really good way to put it. Not like almost
1: like almost like they're waiting for something to go wrong, and yep. that's just never a good look.
0: Nope. And that's what they've done for the past few seasons, and we don't want to go back to that.
1: So guess what? guess what cures that scoring a goal can really open up the floodgates and make things work Mm -hmm. back in your favor, but they got to score that first goal and it's just just they're They just can't break through. Yep.
0: Well, Soros has had some good saves I've seen. So if you can keep that up, that would be
1: awesome. So here's what I got. I'm on natural stat trick here. Let's dive more into the analytics of this game so far. And, right now, what I'm seeing is, I mean, the Predators are controlling, this is in all situations, the Predators have a much better Corsi rating than the Capitals do as a team, so that's good to see. High danger chances right now, the Preds have five, and the Capitals have five. Okay. Okay. So it's even there. Your expected goals for pretty even, like almost they're almost dead even in in, in both teams and expected goals for. Awesome. So I mean, you're when you look at natural stat trick in the game right now, it's a pretty. It tells you a bigger story that it's a pretty even game right now, even though it's one nothing Capitals. You take away that weird goal they scored you've got yourself a very prototypical zero, zero defensive struggle type of game that's going on right now.
0: Yeah. um, Something else I noticed. um, So we, we see these games where like Saros is struggling and he lets goals in and stuff, but you know, he's still like top five goaltender in the NHL. So I think that's definitely something we need to keep in mind. Um. When we're he's talking about had,
1: him, he's definitely dropped out of the Vesna race as of now. He he definitely with, has recent, done that. <laughs> with, it, with the recent couple games where he's really got roughed up. Yeah, he's dropped out of that top three in my yeah, book, unfortunately. I and I was really banging the drum for him too, and I feel like I yeah. jinxed him. So send all your hate mail to Chad. Uh, yeah. My Twitter handle is at Chad underscore Minton. I'm not going to give you my email though because someone's no, going to abuse that. that. Someone's going to abuse that. All
0: yep. right. And they just. Uh, Committed a penalty. McCarron's in the box. So uh,
1: that's not you know, good. Yeah.
0: That's we, really we, need, we really need. We really.
1: We really need to see that 29th ranked Capitals power play. Uh, oh yeah, Please, live up to nothing. form. So let's look at some individual stats right now on Natural Stat Trick. Alex Carrier's leading the team on time on ice tonight so far with over with ten minutes of ice time. Oh wow! Shots on goal. You've got Yakov Trenin with three to lead the team in that category. Where is
0: the penalty? I don't like this. Oh, that's the beginning of the game. Let me see. What? I'm trying to see what McCarron did. Oh, it's not on there yet. Um, No, high-sticking. McCarron's in the box for high-sticking.
1: There you go. They the, the they, Let's see what happened here against Dmitry Orlov. Weird. Yeah, that's just another one of those situations where you got to control your stick. You got to. Yep.
0: You can't be hitting people in the face yep. with the stick.
1: I mean, that's the easy. That's one of the easiest penalties to call in the in the game yep. for a ref. Like. That's not subjective. Like that is just it is what it is. If you make if your stick makes contact with the other player, you're responsible for your stick. It's an easy call for the officials to make.
0: Um, I really didn't see where you're I didn't. Anything.
1: I didn't see much either, though, Rich. <laughs> I'm being dead I didn't honest see too. Got at all. Yeah, I need to see that again. I. I I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people ticked off about that. Oh, Let's yeah. do all We got. We could probably go to Pret's Twitter right now, and they're blowing up about it. But yeah, I didn't see much either.
0: That's crazy. Mike Twitter said, which head coach has the most playoff wins under David Poyle? Oh. Uh,
1: That's a good question. That's a good press trivia question. That is. I would think it would be uh, Peter LaViolette.
0: I would think so, too.
1: I mean, you've only got three head coaches in franchise history. <laughs> you've yeah. so he, got Did a one-in-three chance, and I definitely know it's not John Hines. Not John Hines. No. John Hines only has three playoff wins in his press uh, career, if I'm not Absolutely. mistaken. If you count the Stanley Cup qualifiers as one win, and then he the, the Hurricane they beat the Hurricanes twice last year, it's definitely yeah. not John Hines. So you got a 50-50 no. chance here.
0: Yep, I would say it's definitely. I would
1: say it's Peter Laviolette.
0: Yep. All right, Mike. Twitter, give give with the answer.
1: Thank, thanks for giving us a pretz trivia here
0: tonight. Yep. Oh come on, boys!
1: All right, we're both submitting Peter Laviolette as our answer.
0: It says, yes, unless it's someone who was his head coach when he was a Washington Caps GM.
1: Oh, oh, that makes sense. Uh, I thought we were talking just Preds here. Okay, if we're going well, Washington Capitals.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't, yeah, I, 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 that's I going to take some research. I forgot about that, that. That. That's going to yeah. take
1: some going back and, and looking at some research here uh, to figure that one out. It's a good question, though, Mike Twitter. I like that. that it's a good, good question. One. All right, Preds killed the penalty off, so that's big. Thank goodness. Love to see that yep capitals are still in the zone and it looks like ovechkin just got a shot off on Soros and Soros makes the glove save there you go let's look at it here
0: oh mike twitter so that was on the washington capitals broadcast and he's waiting for the answer he's got both broadcasts on that's funny okay i hear you multitasking
1: Well, like I said, if if, if we're throwing the Capitals into the mix here when Poyle was the GM of the Capitals back in the 90s, then I I, I don't know about all that. Yeah, I don't either. I thought we were just doing Preds Preds history here.
0: Yeah. Defensive stop of the game. Okay, what is it? Oh, it's Saros. No, I don't know. I don't know what they're showing here. That's crazy.
1: All right, Preds, get out of the zone here. There we go, break out of the zone. Man, Cold. they just can't. They can't get a lot of quality shots in. They just can't no. do it. That was some, that was some really good skating from Tolvanen. I mean, he's Tolvinen's skating very, very crisp tonight. He's really skating mm-hmm. with a purpose. Yep. Uh, you're about to see the play I'm talking about, but he just can't get a shot in. He can't get a shot through the traffic. Yep. What do we got here? We've got a capitals player with some blood. Oh no. Really, if this is another major. I don't know uh, where the blood I don't know where it came from. I don't know. You got Hathaway for the Capitals oh. who's he's got some blood. I don't know how I don't know how he ended up with it. That's the problem.
0: Oh yeah. There it is. Oh, he's mad.
1: He's skating to the box. Oh no, not the box. Oh no. Oh. The bench. I oh, thought no. he was skating to the box. My bad. Yeah. I think he's mad that it's not being called a penalty. I haven't seen okay. a replay on it. I haven't seen it either yet. But the Preds got his offensive zone face off. So here we go. This is this is what you got to do. You got You got to win this face off, uh, Ryan Johansson. And yep. let's get some zone pressure here. Let's get something going.
0: Does he go in? I guess he's got to go get his face cleaned up. <laughs> Garnet Hathaway sounds like it sounds like a financial advisor group or something.
1: <laughs> The Capitals have been a menace defensively tonight, Rich. They have just not made it easy on the Preds at all to get shot lanes, to get yeah. passing lanes. And I don't really confuse the Capitals as being a juggernaut of a defensive team, but they're they're showing it tonight.
0: Yep, they are. And they've evened up shots on goal. Come on, Yossi, do something. Do some Yossi stuff.
1: Ah. Uh. So when you say do something, I'm thinking about that uh, that meme that everyone likes to share where the stick figure is like, oh, poking a stick at the I'll thing control. and it just says do something. Yep. That's literally what this game is, is like for us yep. tonight, watching this game by the Preds, is just do something. It's been a very boring game to watch. I'm just going to be dead yeah, honest. But we're, we're here for you, and we're trying to make it exciting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is it is pretty boring. All right. But all
1: right. Here we go. Here we warm. go. Here we go. Ah. <laughs> Their passing's just off. They can't connect. Like yeah, they're just that's not the, They're yeah. not on the same page with each other tonight at all. Yep.
0: That's definitely something else that I've noticed. Yeah, there's another three-on-two breakaway, and they just can't
1: – yeah, gosh, man, come on. Come on. We've seen this team play with so much chemistry all season and just – And then oh, now oh, they're not ever, – Ever since the All-Star break, they have yep. just – yep. They've just not been a smooth skating team. They're not on the same page with each other. Nope. They're not making really good passes. It's just they're Sorry. like it's like it's like they're just like stuck in quicksand. Like they can't get out of each other's own way. Yep. Yeah.
0: I don't this know. was I don't a mean. hell
1: of a defensive move uh, by Ekholm there. So you're going to see the replay there. You almost had a breakaway, a race for the puck there, where Saros was going to be left out to dry again. And Ekholm
0: think I showed it, yeah. you,
1: Ekholm showed you that he can still be a great defenseman in this league. He uh, closed in, used what speed he has to close in on the puck alongside the Capitals yep. player. Yep. And he he made that defensive stop without committing a penalty. Cause I thought he was going to trip him. I thought it was going to be that that a lot of times that can end up being a penalty shot in a situation like that. If you trip the player.
0: That's what you got to do.
1: Yep. But he 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 at least slowed down the player enough that Soros can make the save. Mm-hmm. So good yep. job by good job by Eckholm there. That might be one of the plays of the game, sadly enough.
0: Probably. So a little bit ago. They showed um, they showed the semi truck bringing in the the ice rink for the stadium series game, and it looked like they were driving it like right downtown. Like, huh. how would you even maneuver a semi truck through downtown?
1: It would not be fun, I can tell you that.
0: So it looked like it looked like it it was going. I couldn't tell. They didn't show it very long, but I swear it looked like it was on Broadway. And I know when you get to the end of Broadway, like where that place. Where you used to work right on the corner. Yeah. There's no
1: room to turn right there. No, like, it's, not. Really no, it's small. tight. It's it's tight. They might have might not have been where it is, but move out of the way, pedal taverns and bachelorette parties. We've got to put the ice in Nissan Stadium. We yeah, got more important cool. things to do. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of the stadium series game again, the weather in Nashville was almost 70 degrees. I'm just saying. Yeah, I heard uh somebody
0: said it was supposed to be like 60 in rain. They don't know this far in advance.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. But but I hope I have been I've been saying this for a while. Ever since the game was announced, like the the date of the game. Late yep. February Nashville weather is very dicey. You never know what you're gonna get that time of year. You might get a tornado that day, a tornado warning. You well, might sure. get you might get 20 degrees in snow. Like it's really a weird part of the calendar for yep. nashville weather i would i i've been saying this all along i really hope that it's a good cold brisk day and it feels like hockey weather
0: yeah so i know that's really far out but the weather app says it's going to be 52 with a 24 percent chance of rain but the week before there's like 50%
1: chance of rain every day leading up to Saturday. Does your weather app really have to say 24%? Can they not I just know. say 20? I know. I agree. <laughs> what weather We're app up, are you using?
0: It's just the weather, I don't know, weather channel. It's
1: connected to your phone or whatever.
0: Yeah, I guess. Something like that. But So, I think, yeah, if it can not rain,
1: I, I, I bet oh. they're going to
0: have to put the ice back down. So Rain would be horrible. Yeah. I mean, oh. that happened. Uh,
1: oh, my gosh. I thought the Preds scored there
0: really uh oh. damn
1: it <laughs> gosh uh, dang it is actually what i meant to say i'm sorry i'm sorry um yeah uh forsberg uh, nearly scored there that was a really good zone rush by the team one of their that's probably their best scoring chance of the night we just saw there
0: and he just oh yeah i'm coming up on it. 3 on 2 again oh
1: man okay they're starting to they're starting to really get some things going here. They well, are, though. I hope so. We have a delayed penalty coming up on the Capitals. We're finally going to see the Preds power play tonight. Yes.
0: <clears throat> Let's get a They've look kind, at
1: that. All right, so they're, they're kind of getting the Capitals on their heels a little bit here. Like, they're starting to Good. make some things happen.
0: So what's the penalty? Looks I'm like it was a get. hook.
1: I think it was a hook. Um... All right. La Villette doesn't Who like knows? it. Well, of course he doesn't. But we don't care what he thinks. Not anymore. It was all right. It was <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and be honest here. It was a little ticky tack. Oh, okay. It was it was a ticky tack call. Okay. That kind of stuff happens like all the time in hockey. I it thought knows. it was a little ticky tack, but we will take it. We will take it.
0: Yeah. Love your head. he doesn't get upset either that's what's funny no he's I a would, mob boss i haven't seen he's... him get upset ever that i can think of
1: oh no you do not want that dude to lose his cool he i've seen him get really really un- uncontrollably like upset oh really wow yes I, I was done i've remember. seen his i've seen his face turn beet red like a cherry wow when he was coaching <laughs> the preds
0: that's awesome
1: but most of the time I've seen he's John calm. like that
0: that's funny. yeah oh uh, come on boys okay that's not oh well that was close It was almost off or out of the zone
1: come on i mean they're all right they, they've got some zone time here they're fine working one. they're working the puck around oh they're so close it's so close Oh, here we go well that you can wipe that power play out mm. Already, they almost gave up another breakaway. What is up with these breakaways? These loose pucks that the Capitals are scooping up, and we got ourselves—we've got a trip.
0: Oh, that yep. is definitely. Oh, yep. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, four and four. I, that was a <laughs> on it. That was a penalty he had to commit. Yeah. That's a that's a that's one so. on that's a that's a one on one breakaway on UC Soros if Granlin doesn't throw his body out there.
0: Yep. Nashville sixty four trip.
1: You have sometimes you have to take those penalties. Like I'm yeah, not I'm right even. I hate that the play happened. I hate that they had to take that penalty. But I'm not upset with Granlin at all for taking it. Nah. Like he had to do what he had to do there. No, nah. unfortunately,
0: he, he did try to get the puck
1: yeah i mean it wasn't just like a
0: blatant knocking him down or anything
1: all right so we've got four on four hockey here i mean this this is starting to feel like this is starting to feel like the preds might not be able to score more than two goals tonight like i (laughs) it might take a two to one win tonight for the preds to get out of this rut like it's it's really feeling that way
0: yeah i mean um Washington does have it clamped down pretty good, but also they're not Simsonov really
1: – has just not been tested at all tonight. No. He's been pretty – he's been pretty chill back there. He hasn't had to make a lot of really tough saves. Yeah. Neither is Soros either really, but
0: – Yeah, and now the Capitals have overtaken them and shots on goal. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just going to take – just need that one, boys.
1: Well, no, we need more than one, Rich. Well,
0: I mean, one (laughs) to get going. One to get going.
1: I know I'm Captain Obvious there, but –
0: One to get going.
1: They got a little bit of four-on-four action here. It would be really nice if they could just score this Mm four-on-four and just – because I'm afraid if they fall behind two to nothing, they're going to lose this game. That might be the nail in the coffin on a night like tonight.
0: Mike Twitter says the post has made the best saves for the caps tonight. That's funny. Yeah. That's true. That's true.
1: Come on. Johansson. All right, so we've got about 50 seconds left of, of a Capitals power play to kill off here. You're it's sure? really unfor- it's really unfortunate too cuz that power play was actually starting to make some things work. Like mm-hmm. they were really they were starting to make some passes, they were getting some zone time. And it's just all it takes is one bad pass that gets broken up, and it can spring a breakaway like that. It's just
0: what you said, though, is absolutely true. Like they have something's wrong, and they do give a lot of breakaways up, give a lot of those up. So
1: that's why the Capitals are up one nothing tonight. Like this yep. could very, this could very easily be a zero zero game with almost through two periods, which just doesn't happen very often in today's NHL. Right. Like You don't see a lot of these types of games anymore in the NHL. It's very rare.
0: Not really. Logan says, I hope I'm wrong. I really do feel the shutout. Not even necessarily because of Samsonov, just this team can't buy a go. That's absolutely true.
1: Good observation, Logan. You are right. You are right. You've got the gigantic... Michael McCarron, who's not—I can't get over how tall that dude is. He's a big dude. So he's arguing. He's chat. He's he's uh exchanging words with the great one, Alex Ovechkin. Um, I don't know if he's gonna win that one. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I respect I respect it. I respect that he's not backing down to one of the greatest Mm -hmm. hockey players of all time. But yeah, um, I don't know what they're chirping about. Let's see. Oh, McCarron and Tom Wilson got into it. I missed that.
0: What's funny is like Ovechkin doesn't really fight all that often.
1: Yeah, but no, no, no. But
0: I, I missed it a little, I, I haven't caught it. He got a, a he
1: got a little bit of a. Che- I don't want to call it a cheap shot, but he got a little bit of a almost like a sucker punch in on a, on a Wilson there. Oh wow, that there we might see a, oh. I will be very surprised if McCarron doesn't end up dropping the gloves with someone tonight. Someone's going to retaliate on McCarron.
0: McCarron just gave him a little shove and then uh, one of
1: uh, one of Washington's uh, goons is going to drop the gloves with McCarron. That's not going to that's not going to go without a retaliation. I'm calling it right now. I'm calling uh-huh. it right now. There's going to be a McCarron drop the gloves situation tonight. Someone's going to come after McCarron.
0: For we'll that. See. We'll see. <clears throat> we will see. Just Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, it'll be one of those ones where they both go off. It won't be like a major. (laughs) All
1: right, so Sonov is throwing out some really juicy rebounds when he's making some of these saves, and the Preds got to be crashing the net. They're not crashing the net tonight.
0: Yep, that's something else that I've noticed too. Is they don't do that as much. I mean, it's
1: it's like it's like some Sonov is making the initial save, and there's no Preds anywhere to be found to uh, find the loose puck. Yep. Oh yeah, it's there just, it is. It, it's it's really There's frustrating though. It is just it is so frustrating. I don't know what's I just don't know what's going on.
0: They yeah, so they they've gotten away from that. They don't play in front of the net as much anymore. And
1: it they was a good really. looking shot. I mean, it was a really good zone entry from Grandland, but it was also mm-hmm. not a very difficult save for an NHL goaltender. You're in it, most NHL goaltenders are going to make that initial save. You need yeah. guys in those dirty areas. Scoring those goals, like on the rebound. That's how you see this team score a lot of goals. We've said it all year, Rich. We even said it when we were previewing the season Mm -hmm. way back in September. We were saying this team is going to have to score those types of goals this year. Yep. Where they get into the dirty areas, they find those rebounds, they find those loose pucks. They score those types of goals where the goaltender just has no chance.
0: They just showed um, that Grandlin shot. He was trying to go five hole and just didn't get it. No, I mean, no. every
1: now and then, every now and then, you will beat a goaltender like that, but it's very rare. What you're looking for when you make a shot like that is you're looking for rebound chances. Absolutely. And he left one out there. It just wasn't just no there trailer. was no one ar- there was just no one around. Ugh. We still got a lot of time left, Rich. So let's let's just pump oh, the brakes a little bit.
0: Yep. And then there's women's hockey on later on tonight.
1: You going to stay what? and watch that? Well, I thought Team USA and Team Canada play on Wednesday.
0: Oh, I thought it was tonight. Is
1: it Wednesday? Okay, never mind. I think it's Wednesday. I got, we can double check that. I definitely want to watch that, though. It's. I think it's not on until like 12 o'clock, midnight. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hockey. No. Do we have – we might have the Team USA men's team playing, though. Possibly. Oh, Maybe.
0: Let's see. Uh, I don't see anything. What is it? Come on. Riveting stuff here for us.
1: We're, looking <laughs> well, at- <laughs> we're we're trying to figure out when Team USA plays their next game. All right, quarterfinal. They're in the okay. quarterfinal. Team USA men's team is. Uh, okay, Ugh, I can't find it. February fifteenth. Yep. So that, maybe you were thinking about that game. What's oh, tonight? Oh, the men's. Yep. Yep. Maybe. Uh, Slovakia already beat Team USA today for nothing. Oh wow. Uh. Anyway,
0: preds are back on. <laughs>
1: I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> Shows how much we know. About right. the about the Team USA winter Olympics this year.
0: Yeah. Mike Twitter says another post coming up.
1: Oh wait, wait. Slovakia beat Germany for nothing. And so Team USA will play Slovakia in the quarterfinal. Sorry that took so long, folks. That's all right. Oh, Forsberg just hit a post. Hate it. What is going on here? Don't like it. Did you see that, Rich? I did. That I would have been it, but... that would have been a highlight reel, like sports center top ten type of goal if he would have wow. figured out a way to score that goal backhand like that.
0: Yeah, the backhander. Okay, I'm sorry. So the women play for the gold medal against Canada
1: on Thursday. Oh yeah. So Rich, you do realize that no one is going to trust anything we say about Team USA yeah, hockey. Well, for just the rest. <laughs> we just no, lost all of our we know. just lost all of our credibility. We don't even know when the teams play. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, Team USA, the men's team, they have really impressed me though, in all seriousness. Oh, I like I, I watched a big chunk of that. Uh oh, we got a breakaway. We got a breakaway. away. Oh. Mm. Luke Cunning. Oh, it's a goal. Now they're calling it a goal. What are, what are we doing here?
0: Okay, I haven't caught up yet.
1: Wait, there's a spotlight on the ice. They're doing the goal celebration. They even showed it on the broadcast.
0: I haven't caught up yet.
1: This is um,
0: Come on, kind of bizarre. bizarre. Oh, please let it count. I don't Let's know see. what's
1: going on. I mean, you saw the spotlight on the ice. You saw the lights light up. You saw...
0: What What's is happening? On? Oh, they waved it off.
1: Well, they're gonna they're gonna have to replay that. It hit the crossbar. It looks like and came right out.
0: Man, they gave they gave them the score on the thing and. Oh, well,
1: they can do a slow motion to see if it hit the in, like the inside of the post maybe and see if it crossed that red line. They're reviewing it right now, but that was a really bizarre play because, like. The play continued, but you saw no, like you saw the arena doing, doing like the. That's not it in.
0: Did. No, it's not. That,
1: that did not go in.
0: There's no way that's in.
1: But I just that was so bizarre that their arena lit up everything like it was a goal. <laughs>
0: even the, even the
1: even the broadcast put across the screen predators goal. Yeah, they
0: did. Justin Gambino. Post night. Honestly, I can't handle this. Time to crack another beer to handle this game.
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, cheers to you, Justin. I'm right here with you here. Right, man. Um, but yeah, this this is like if you want to add even more frustration to a game that's already just driving us crazy, you get something like that that happens. Yep. Yep. Justin. We don't need bridge. so so hey, we don't need it. We don't need a shot tracker tonight. We need a post tracker tonight. I
0: absolutely. Gosh, man. Like, this
1: is just like.
0: Here you go. Logan, we try. U.S. men's tonight versus Slovakia at 11, 10.
1: There Slovakia. you go. I, I got my days mixed up. Thank you. Logan, Logan is our, is our new resident Olympic men's hockey and women's hockey expert from now on yep. because he clearly knows way more about it than we do. We have just, a clue. He didn't even, we couldn't even figure out when the game was. No. Thank you, Logan, no. for chiming in there and letting us know. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that game out though. Uh, yeah. I want to see how the men do. They're mm-hmm. they've definitely impressed me and done way better than I expected them to. Absolutely, without the uh, NHL players involved, because you got to think that the men's team. I mean, they're playing against a lot of KHL players in this tournament. That,
0: yeah, absolutely. Whereas,
1: and these are a bunch of mostly college players who've never played with each other.
0: Yep. Oh man, I hate games like this.
1: I it, yeah, we didn't. <laughs> pay, <laughs> We didn't pick the right game for our watch along, apparently. Yeah. No, we're still having fun. No, that's awesome. But, uh, um,
0: it's a weird it's been a weird night, that's for sure. Lots of posts. And I feel the like fans. I feel
1: like the press there though. I feel like if they keep doing what they're doing, they're gonna break through. Something's gonna bounce their way, but they gotta just keep at it. They gotta keep grinding away. Yep. They've had the Capitals on their heels. They really have. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Capitals have not really had much to, to, to go off of in this game offensively. They had a couple chances. They had that breakaway chance where Granlund had to uh, take the tripping penalty. They had that one breakaway chance where Eckholm had to make a defensive play. But for the most part, the Capitals have not spent a lot of time in their zone, and, and Saros mm-hmm. has not had to be tested very often. Come on, boys. Oh, another close chance for the Preds. I mean, seriously, they are all over the net right now. The Capitals are tired. Yeah. They can't, the Capitals can't get out of their zone. Oh, my gosh. This is like
0: torture. Torture. It is. Torture. It is absolutely. It is. They just cannot buy a goal.
1: Fabro. Fabro almost scored here. Let's. Uh, uh, it was kind of a weak shot honestly. Yeah, it was right in the slot though, right? Um yeah, but it was, was it, it was one? pretty weak. It was pretty weak. It was it didn't have a lot of uh mustard on that one. Uh, I'll say.
0: <laughs> so they went for so yeah, three shots on goal
1: just in that little sequence. They they've got the Capitals on their heels here. They do have that. As we're getting close to the first <laughs> intermission. Fabro Shot it right into the glove. I mean, yeah, it was like pitch and catch. Yep. Right into the glove. Gosh, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, the Predators have marked off one thing we really said was important that they had to do tonight, and that's not commit bad penalties. And they haven't yep. done that yet, knock on wood. Knock on the, wood. The, the one penalty on McCarron, we didn't see much there.
0: I didn't see anything. And then
1: the penalty that uh, Luke Con- or that Granlin took. He had to take that one. I mean, that was a penalty out of necessity. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. You know, it'll be a death blow if the Preds give up a late goal in this period and go into the second intermission down two to nothing. That will be bad.
0: Man, somebody really whacked Garner Hathaway on the mouth. Like, he's got, a big, like, spot where he got hit. I don't know what it was. That's crazy.
1: Oh. Oh. Capitals were really hunting for that last goal, but uh, we're going to the second intermission. Preds are down 1-0. nothing. All right. Matt, Dush- this whole team looks so frustrated right now. Like, they just look so... Well, they should be demoralized, dejected, like just they've hit so many posts. And that's the thing about hockey. It can be a really cruel sport. Like it really can. Like when you feel like you're doing a lot of really good things, especially that second period, the Preds dominated that second period Mm -hmm. for the most part. Like they really did. Like they did. The Preds should have came out of that period with at least one goal, and they still could mm-hmm. not break through. And you're talking about a team that's already on a two-game losing streak. They've lost seven of their last eleven. They, <laughs> they haven't had any success coming out of the All-Star break, and now on a night like tonight, you really are doing a lot of really good things, and you just can't get anything to bounce your way.
0: Yep. Yep. I don't like it. It's just one of those nights we'll see if they got the predators with 21 hits I'm trying to see what the so the predators had 8 shots on goal that period to the washington's 10 so that's not awful
1: not high danger bad. high danger chances are still tied 6 to 6 between both teams expected goals for are still very even between both teams as well just not a lot of offense in this game
0: justin asks what is chad sipping on what brand are you going with chad
1: <laughs> you know what i'm i'm a craft beer snob i totally am like <laughs> i i worked at i worked at a brewery for three years I love a good IPA, I love a good hazy IPA, I love a good stout, but tonight I'm keeping it super simple. When I just want a basic domestic beer, no one give me crap over this, but tonight I am really simple and I'm drinking Miller Lite. There you
0: go. Miller Lights,
1: Miller Lights my b- basic domestic beer when I just need something basic. Yep. Uh but when I'm a really when I'm really into craft beers, uh, give me a good hazy IPA. I like the hazy New England style IPAs. That's the fun. juicy the juicy IPAs are the ones I usually like to drink. But tonight tonight I'm very basic. It's Miller Lite tonight. Uh just What about you, Justin? What are you sipping on?
0: I think he said earlier he I might have say. to break
1: out if this game keeps going the way it's going, beer's not going to do the trick. I'm going to have to break out <laughs> some bourbon or something.
0: That's funny. Might
1: have to break um, out the I'm going to have to break out the Buffalo Trace. I got some Buffalo Trace I could be sipping on right now and I might need it if, if this game keeps going the way it's going. I think
0: that I think that the um, <clears throat> autocorrect might have got Justin, but I think it might be Yingling.
1: Yingling's always a solid choice. It,
0: it spelled it uh, as young young ling. So yeah, definitely that's definitely
1: an autocorrect that. thing there. <laughs> I don't, looks, I have, yeah. If he's drinking young ling, I have not heard of that beer.
0: Yeah, it's why it spelled it y u e n g and then yeah, ling
1: l i n g. Autocorrect got you there, Justin. It's okay.
0: Yep. Yep. He says Yingling. See, it's here's how it's spelled.
1: There's how you... That's the right way to spell it.
0: Oh, that is how you spell it?
1: Yeah, that's how you I spell thought it. it was all, I thought it was all one word. I don't know. Oh, don't it, know it, it is enough. one word. It is one but it's word. All, but, it, but, it, but But he did it. spell it right. I do think he spelled gotcha. it right. All right. I have no clue. I could talk... I've always thought it'd be fun to do a, a craft beer podcast, actually. But... Uh, oh, yeah. Because I do love talking craft beer. Like, I love... Yeah, and our uh, our fellow one of our fellow podcasts on the hockey podcast network is the Soda Pod.
0: Those guys, yeah, and
1: they do they always do craft beer reviews on their mm-hmm. podcast. That's one of the things they do. Yep. So we, everyone needs to go check them out. The Soda Pod. <laughs> yep. They do Minnesota Wild stuff, but they also do the craft beer stuff, and it's it's really really good stuff. Yep. Um, Let's look at the individual stats here on Natural Stat Trick for our players. Roman Yossi is now taking over the time on ice lead for the team. He's got 1634, Alex Carey, nice. and Matias Zekholmer right up there, as you would expect. Let's look at this. Out, out of the Fords, Colton Sisson, or out of the Fords, Philip Forsberg is leading the time on ice. Or no, Mikhail Grantland is actually leading the time on ice tonight for the Fords. Hmm. Uh, shots on goal. Yakov Trinan's got three. And Dante Fabro, of all people, has three shots on goal tonight. Good for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe he can hit one. That'd make it even better. Um, I'm trying to pull up the game center on the website, and it's like not
1: cooperating. At all. This has been a hard game to watch, though. It really has been.
0: It has. Absolutely, it has.
1: And we're about to – I mean, we're about to go through Murder's Row some more here with the uh, freaking Carolina Hurricanes coming into town. Yeah. I mean – Friday uh, night.
0: Friday night.
1: I mean, I'm just like – I'm not looking forward to that team at all. It's actually at Carolina.
0: Yep. Yep. Logan says, hey, gents, first time tuning in and just subscribe. We'll definitely be back next game. I got to go tonight. Thanks for making the game a little more interesting. Stay safe. Thank you, man.
1: Thank you for subscribing, Logan. Thanks for joining in. We do every episode live streamed, even the ones where we're not doing the watch-alongs and we're a little bit more uh, organized. But when we do these watch-along episodes – it's we don't fun. really come in with a lot of organization. This is literally like us hanging out with our subscribers, hanging out with our listeners, yep. and watching the game like we're all in the same room together. That's the whole point of these watch-alongs. Yep. We want to build a good uh, base of fans. We want the comments flowing. We mm-hmm. want to have plenty to talk about. That's what makes the watch-along episode so much fun, is yep. when the listeners and the viewers build the episode and talk about what they want to talk about. Definitely. Thank so you Thank you for subscribing. For subscribing. Thank you for subscribing, Logan, definitely. Yes, very much so. so. yeah, let's look at this upcoming schedule. we got Carolina, Florida, Dallas, Tampa. I'm going to even look into March. Then it gets mm-hmm. a little bit more sustainable. Then we get to play Seattle, and then we get to play San Jose. But, uh, yeah, but this what, month's rough. This is a hard note, stretch.
0: Let's see, I mean –
1: I mean, after that, it's going to be your typical. I mean, March does look a little bit more like there's a lot more teams where we can get some wins, but uh, yeah. I mean, Dallas again. Gosh, man, the Pretz could be literally staring into the staring right at like a five or six game losing streak here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I mean, these opponents are just not easy coming up here at all. Like it's no. it's it's not doesn't have me with a good feeling in the pit of my stomach. No, it
0: does not. Definitely. Looks like they have St. Louis, Minnesota, at Minnesota. The Penguins on the 15th. That
1: would be interesting. Let's check out the scores around the league again here as we're in the second intermission. Preds and Capitals. Preds still down one to nothing. Flames are up two to one on the Blue Jackets Mm. in the first intermission. Stars are up on the Avs one to nothing. Oh, wow. At their first intermission. Pavelski scores his 20th goal of the year.
0: Kudos to that dude.
1: What a year he's having. Absolutely. The, the Blues beat the Senators five to two. Boo. Mm. Don't like seeing that.
0: Oh, that means uh if the oh, uh, I'm not gonna talk about
1: it, Oh no, the Preds are <laughs> officially in a wild card spot right now. <laughs> and they're only seven points clear of Edmonton of even being in the playoff picture, guys. This is like seriously like unnerving, like unsettling it. stuff.
0: I do not like it. They can get, yeah, I don't want to talk about it.
1: Penguins, <laughs> we have to rich, unfortunately we have to talk about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we uh, signed up to do this podcast so we have to talk about right. it. So, uh, pe- win, penguins, penguins night. are up, penguins are up 5 to 4 on the Flyers. Uh yeah. Oh, that was it. They won. Claude Giroux, who is a big topic of a lot of trade discussions. I've even seen some Preds fans say, we need to go after Claude Giroux.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. What
1: would you think about that, Rich? (laughs) What do you think? What do you think? Are you you thinking that the Preds should just say, screw it and just like go for a big time (sighs) acquisition at the trade deadline?
0: They got enough money to it wouldn't hurt my feelings if they did truthfully but i don't know who that would be would
1: you be willing to part with a really good coveted prospect in a draft pick to get a player God, or would you rather tough. or would you or would you rather just literally roll the dice with what we have and see what happens yeah um they're not going to be sellers we know that they're no. not going to be sellers well they shouldn't be yeah
0: um that's a tough question. Um, a really tough it would be question. awesome to get a really high-profile player, um, but I don't know if I would want to mortgage away the future of the team to do that. So I say stand pat. As much as I would like to get somebody, I go I back. I
1: really I go back and forth on it.
0: Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I don't know who who it would be, and it would probably be a rental player, obviously. So, I don't know. You're giving up a lot. You'd give up. You'd give up somebody you really like, a good prospect. And then if they don't do anything, they get get, bounced. And to get one of these
1: really big time trade targets, like we're talking about, like a Claude Giroux, it's going to take a really promising young prospect that you're going to have to part ways with. Like you you know what I mean? Like so, you're gonna. Yep. And that's what scares the, the crap out of a lot of press fans, is they don't want to mess up the young youth that we've got built. Right.
0: Justin says, Claude Drew's a rental, doesn't want to come here, though. He already said it.
1: Oh, I missed see. that. I didn't realize he said that.
0: And then he said he wants Avs, Wild, and Blues in that order. <sighs> if he goes to the Avs, that's going to be not even fair. <laughs> it's like it's, like, it's like not even fair. But
1: that's bad news for the Preds no matter what because he's going to a Central Division team. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I'm not crazy about that at all.
0: I'm not crazy about that either.
1: But I'm leaning towards let's just let's just move forward with what we got. And it's not like this team can't win. They've already shown this year that they, they mm-hmm. are a good team. They just they got to figure out how they're they going to get through this rut. And – I think – I've said this multiple times. They are a type of team, the way they play, and when they're clicking on all cylinders, they can pull off a first-round upset. Yep. I'm not saying they're a Stanley Cup team, but they can pull off a first-round upset this year. They're built that way.
0: I think so, too. Rangers beat the Bruins in a shootout, that's over.
1: Tampa ends up whooping the Devils after they fell behind 1-0. Ooh. Man, oh, actually the 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 light or the Devils were up three to one in this game at one point. They were, they were, wow! And the Lightning scored five unanswered goals after that. Oh,
0: oh we know how that feels.
1: And probably the game of the night. This is the really the game we should have done the watch along on. Rich was the Sabers <laughs> and the Islanders. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. we picked the wrong game, Rich. That was the I game am. to watch. Yeah. I, don't I can't know. wait. To, I cannot wait to see the TV ratings on that one. The Sabres and the Islanders sign me up for it.
0: I don't know if Mike Twitter and Justin would have hung out with that for that.
1: I don't know either. I wouldn't put anyone <laughs> through that. That would not be fair. Six
0: to three, though. It's a lot of scoring. That's probably exciting.
1: Did, we had that, um, speaking of that, speaking of like really franchises that are just going through really difficult times, did you see? We got to see firsthand what the Coyotes arena is going to look like for Arizona State. Did Did you see it? I did. It looks so much smaller than I realized, than I pictured it. I mean, it literally looks like a little high school arena gymnasium. I mean, I'm sure it's nice on the inside, but like it is tiny.
0: Man, it's going to be so weird. It's going to be so weird. The coyotes in the NHL are spinning it like it's awesome too. Well, That's I mean, really what do you crazy. expect the coyotes to do? Well, I mean, I know I they mean, have they to. They gotta
1: embrace it, but, uh, do, but but yeah, they are. They're putting the spin on it though, for sure. They're totally yeah. spinning it. They're spinning it like it's this great awesome thing and for the league. And it's <laughs> yeah. man, it's weird.
0: Um, the spitting spitting chicklets uh Twitter was like NHL games are gonna be played in this <laughs> arena next year.
1: <laughs> it it <laughs> It's, it's really strange stuff. Oh, my heart just dropped a little bit. I looked up at the TV and they were showing a replay of a, the Capitals celebrating, but I thought oh, it was live. And so I, was like, I was like, <laughs> like, literally my heart just sunk a little bit. So I already know how I'm going to feel now if that ends up actually happening. Yeah. Woo. yeah. Okay.
0: That'd be crazy. All right. Just Mike a false My Twitter, Twitter says he wants to go to one of those games out there when the Preds play Arizona. That'd well, be crazy. There's only 5,000 seats,
1: Mike, so you better go ahead and get in on that.
0: Yeah. You go and, and pay, you, pay $130 but for one of those seats. What's crazy about whatever. it, like, you
1: got to go look at, if you haven't seen it yet, everybody, you got to go look at this. So, the arena looks like it's just a lower bowl. It's just a lower bowl in a concourse. That's all it is.
0: It's it's very small. Three years, though. That's how long they're going to be playing there. Three seasons.
1: I don't see it happening. They might play there they might play there for a little bit, but the NHL is going to have to figure something else out. They're going to have to f- find another place for them to temporarily play at, like split it up yeah, a little bit. I them playing a 3 full seasons which would be how many games? That'd be 80, around 120 something games. 120 no. Oh yeah, well, home, we're about sorry. 3 seasons. Yeah. yeah. You're right. If you're talking about over 120 123 games if my math is correct, home games in that arena i just don't don't see how it's gonna happen
0: yeah like i don't know yeah and like security and stuff like it's just insane but
1: but rich apparently it's all been paid for up front by the coyotes
0: oh well that's good that they got their money
1: they don't have to worry about not paying their electric bill or not paying the rent like they're they got it they got it they're in Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. the poor coyotes. Those poor coyotes.
0: Yeah. I feel bad for the fans. I think that's horrible. I don't know. You you get used to having a team and, and then they're gone. It's just horrible. I don't like it. Um
1: I think they got one of the best old school logos. I'll give them that.
0: They do. They absolutely pretty, do.
1: I'll give them that. Yeah. Give them that. Yeah. I don't know.
0: It's it's just Crazy.
1: All right. So we are coming up on the two hour mark of this catfish on ice episode 106 watch along episode Preds versus the Capitals. We're here for you from start to finish.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Justin says, I hate always being the dude here with a differing thought. Don't hate that. That's awesome. But I think this could be good for the Yotes. They get so much buzz because of it and the college fans. Yeah. There's, you know, they're going to have a bunch of college kids
1: filling that arena out
0: but i wonder how much they're going to charge for tickets That's i
1: get what you're saying justin and i've kind of thought about that too but devil's advocate here overall i think it's a really bad look for the league
0: it is i, I think so a little bit too but i mean they got well, yeah, let's they gotta just let's good. just
1: imagine let's let's imagine it this way you look at the other three major sports could right. you imagine if one of their teams let's, let's just talk about a football team it's one thing if like they do it for a special occasion, like oh, we're gonna play at this really cool high school field, and we're gonna make it yep. like a promotional thing for the fans. But it, could you imagine if an NFL team played <laughs> a three full seasons at a
0: like division, a like a
1: division, not even a big college stadium, a three, or a big, yeah, like a, a, a very small mm-hmm. like Division two or a Division three college stadium? Yep, it would never happen. It would never no. happen in a million years. It would never happen in the NBA either. An NBA team would never have to play three seasons at a small high school basketball gymnasium. It would never happen, but it's somehow happening in hockey.
0: Yeah. It's not a good
1: look for the league.
0: It's so crazy. I guess, I don't know. It's like, I guess it, if they were going to move the team, that would have needed to happen. Like that would have needed to be in the works like a year ago or two years ago, probably, I guess. I don't know. And, yeah, they're just they're just going all in and leaving them there, and it's it's just. Well, it's I know so Canada. Weird.
1: I know a lot. Of Canada is clamoring that they want another team. They've been wanting another team to add for years, and so I'm sure that there's plenty of Canadian cities up there, like Quebec, for the, is the mm-hmm. big one that everyone likes to throw out there, yeah. who would love to um, have yep. the Coyotes relocate to a more traditional hockey market.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It is kind of weird. Like, can I mean, I'm not, I'm, really, really, I'm not really, advo-
1: I'm not advocating that the Coyotes should be moved out of there because we are the fan of another hockey market that's not traditional. So I'm not saying I want to see um, the Coyotes get moved, but if the team's not being supported and you can't even find mm-hmm. an arena for them, then it's a bad look for the league. And maybe they will end up having to get relocated eventually if, if this doesn't get corrected.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And it's, so I know that they were saying that they were going to build the arena in Tempe, Arizona. I find it hard to believe that there's not even like a conference center or something where you could build a hockey rink and get more than 5,000 people in. It just, it's, it's just so weird. Like there's gotta be some kind of concert venue or something that I don't know. It's strange. It's really
1: strange. Well, that's why I really don't think that they're going to, so they're going to figure something out where they split. Maybe they play a few of their games there. They play some of their games at this other mm-hmm. place. I just don't know how they're going to play all their games there, but we'll see. All right, we're back mm-hmm. underway here in the third period. Third period. This is our time here. The Preds they they built. They got to build on what they did in the second period, right, Rich?
0: They do absolutely, absolutely. Justin Gambino says the NBA team. I guess that would be the Suns. Said no. <laughs> said, no, they didn't want to share their arena. Anyway. That
1: that <laughs> actually happens. That happens a lot, actually, in sports. In these cities where you have an NBA team and, a, and yep. an NHL team. Yep. It, I mean, the Suns must own that arena, the rights to that arena. I would say so. And, and I mean, why would they want to have to yep. share their arena? It's just not going to happen. It's, it's really strange. That's why Nashville would never get an NBA team, Mm-mm. because the Preds would never want to share their arena. Nope, with an NBA team.
0: No, now the Capitals they share their arena with NBA and W. It does happen,
1: yeah, it does happen. But yep. Uh, yep.
0: All right, what's happening? Let's go, boys!
1: All right, we are a little over a minute into the third period here. It's been a hard game to watch. Not a lot um, of offense. Man, thank it's, you. It's for really got. Teams. You've really got to <laughs> love the game. To, to, if you've been watching this entire game from start to finish, you are a true diehard Predators fan.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: this has been hard to watch.
0: It has. Definitely. I mean, they've they've had some good shots. Obviously, it hit the post, but they just got to find a way. I don't know. I don't even know what else to say about it. <laughs> they just got to will the puck into the net. Um. I don't know. I look at a DraftKings ad on the glass. That's let's cool.
1: us let's speak it into existence. Who is going to score the, for the Preds in this period, Rich? Let's say let's let's throw our predictions out there right now. I'll give you anyone who's uh, listening right now. If you want to throw your predictions on the on the uh, screen yep. right here, we'll add it. Let us know. We are going to speak it into existence right now. Who is going yep. to score the Preds' first goal tonight? If we predicted, it will come. I'm going to say Rich. Rich, who are we going with?
0: I'm going to go with
1: Forsberg. <laughs> all right, that's an easy prediction there. I oh. am going to go a little more non-traditional here. I'm going to go Ryan Johansson.
0: Okay, I like that too.
1: Yak- Yakov-Trennan is a good prediction there from Justin. Justin Trennan's probably, probably had the best chances all night out of everybody on the team.
0: Yossi hit the post.
1: But I'm going to – yeah, how many post shots is that now for the Brads? Five. Oh my God, five at least. Oh my gosh. All right, so my prediction is Ryan Johansson. Rich has got Forsberg. Justin's got Yakov Trenin. Anyone else? If you want to throw your predictions out there. Um. Oh, oh Yossi, Yossi, what a move! Oh, they're so wait close. Till, wait, wait till you see. Oh, oh we spoken into existence! Who is it? Who is it? I'm waiting. That was chaos. That was chaos. Oh, we were way off. We were way off. Michael McCarron.
0: No way. Mr. Oh Michael
1: McCarron.
0: Oh, it's coming up. It's coming up.
1: But look at this stick handling. That move from Yossi to get in the slot created that whole situation. Oh.
0: Oh. <laughs> Wow,
1: that is the definition of a sloppy goal right there.
0: Did he really? Oh, here you go. I want to see Twitter,
1: if McCarron actually get credit for that though.
0: Justin Gambino bank. If he did I can't tell if like that actually
1: did. I don't know if that actually touched McCarron.
0: Here's the replay. So I want to see.
1: I don't uh, know if I don't. I don't I, there's Justin Gambino with the bang. That's our tradition here when we do our live watch-along episodes is yep. we got to throw the bang out there.
0: Yep, Mike Twitter got one, too.
1: I don't know if that's going to actually be a McCarran goal. I can't tell if it actually ever bounced off of oh, the stick a, or his body.
0: Altar. He did not touch that puck. So who's, who Yossi. made the – that was Yossi, Yossi who made the shot? It's got to be Yossi. He
1: didn't That was even Yossi touch that fired it in.
0: Oh, look. The Hermitage Design Center, first goal of the game at – Three minutes and fifty seconds in the third.
1: (laughs) We spoke it into existence. We did our first goal predictions, and um, yeah, Rich, you're not going to be happy. Shield your eyes. Oh man, really? Yeah. The Capitals get it right back. Who? I'm really behind. What is going on with that? Mm-hmm. Horrible defense. Horrible, horrible defense. Oh yeah. And, you, wow. and and you had you have your stars out there on that shift. You have Forsberg out there, you have Fabro out there, you've got Granland out there. You've got Yosi out there and you let the Capitals just skate right in like that?
0: Uh
1: Soros, he mm-hmm. threw his entire body horizontal out there to make that save. But it's just
0: – Oh, somebody <sighs> – Wow, that's
1: Fabro. That was, that was awful defensive pressure. That was just yeah. terrible. You worked so hard to get the game tied up, and you just let them come right back. Yep. So deflating.
0: So deflating.
1: Mm. I mean, that that's enough to really get you upset there.
0: Yeah, that's ugly. And,
1: and the frustration is really boiling over now. I'm pretty sure Trenton just took a penalty. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, well. This is unraveling all of a sudden. Mm. This is the, mm. this is this team. I'm telling you, this is what this team is. They, yep. they just they can't keep their emotions in the check at all. He can be mad all oh. he wants about it. What I don't,
0: I don't know. I mean, that
1: was a hell of a hit from Trenton. That was a hell of a hit. Please don't make I don't, it. I don't more than two minutes. <laughs> it's not. It's going to be a two minute. But they call tripping.
0: I want to see they're not showing. Eckholm's
1: arguing the call. Holmes arguing the call. Tripping. John Hines is looking for an explanation. Ugh, this is this is like rinse and repeat with this team every freaking game.
0: The guy skated into his skate. Like I don't see how that's true. Okay, whatever. Yes, that's ridiculous.
1: Just,
0: that's why ridiculous. do
1: the why do the Preds always find themselves in these situations every game? I don't know.
0: Yeah, you're right, Ekholm. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, knee on knee was the call. He stuck his knee in front into Trenton. Oh man, that's a bad. That's bad. So they give up a goal, and now they're on the penalty kill.
1: After busting their butts After for the entire game to get that equalizer,
0: finally getting one,
1: and then you just mm. and Ovi parks in his office and scores. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you, Rich. If I had the sa- if I had the sound on right now, I'm pretty sure the Boo Birds would be exploding in that arena right now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. that's a... Cl-
0: Nobody's even lying. That's a, cl- lying. Like, that's they're a not classic...
1: Even- I mean, that is a classic Ovechkin goal right there. Yep. I mean, Jano was like at least... Jano was at least 10 feet, 15 feet off of Ovi. Off of yep. I mean, that's target practice. That's target practice for Alex Ovechkin.
0: Yeah. Horrible call, and...
1: And that's goal number 30 on the season for Ovechkin. And the Preds are down three to one. I already mm. said earlier, I'm not so sure the Preds are going to score two goals in this game. I really don't think they're going to be able to score three in regulation and then have to score a fourth in overtime to get this win tonight. Right. I mean, this is like you want to talk about a complete dramatic shift in a game almost instantaneously after Very the Preds much. tied that game.
0: Very much. Mm.
1: Deflating. This game can be so cruel at times. It is when you're a hockey fan,
0: especially when you're on a two-game losing streak. (laughs) I'm telling you, if they lose against Dallas or Tampa Bay, I'm going to be really upset.
1: Well, we so we're we're recording live on Pecorine's retirement ceremony, aren't we?
0: Yep,
1: yep, definitely.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Fifteen minutes left. That's a lot of time. I mean, time, there's still there's
1: still time, but not the way this game yep. the way this game is gone tonight. I don't see yep. how they're gonna score two goals, two more goals. I just don't um, see how it's gonna happen.
0: Me I mean they had
1: I mean they had to work everything they could just to get that one goal. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm still like deflated right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it sucks. It's not cool. Yeah, that's that's how it felt. And it I mean, and, <laughs> and Soros
1: is having another horrible game on the stat sheet. He's, he's mm-hmm. got, he's given up three goals on just 22 shots. Yep. So he's, he's dropped out of the Vesna race, like a, oh, yeah. like a dead weight dropping in water. I mean, he's yep. just, so it's so unfortunate for Soros.
0: It is, especially because it's really not his fault. <laughs> well, I don't want to say that, but, um, that first goal wasn't his fault, and then not many people can stop an Ovechkin power play goal.
1: So, and then the go ahead goal to make it two to one. I mean, again, mm-hmm. it's a defensive breakdown in the zone.
0: Yep, that was unfair. And, and what's
1: really, what's really, really got me upset about that goal is you had all of your top players on this mm-hmm. Prince team on that shift.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: And it's like they were just asleep at the wheel. There was no defensive pressure whatsoever. Yeah. And then how do you lose Ovechkin in that circle? Like, I, I, Janos had a great year, but I don't know what – he was asleep there. I don't know what he was doing. He, he was not putting any pressure on – you can't let Ovechkin get that much room to shoot. You no. cannot do it. No. you've got to force him to stick handle, you've got to figure out a way to block that shot, you got to make him move, you got to make him pass it to somebody else. You cannot let him take that shot from that spot that no. easy, that open, that clear. Like, Jano, know, he knows not. it, he knows it that he was not in a good position there.
0: Mm. Mm. It's insane. Are we seeing the um, true predators right now? is is it finally caught up to him is that what's well, going on you think uh, I will
1: say that every team goes through stuff like this every every in an 82 game season do. unless you're the avalanche <laughs> yeah, but um so and it is an eastern conference team so at mm-hmm. least you're not at least this isn't happening against, against a division opponent right most of your games but. this month are against the rest of your most of your games the rest of the month are against eastern conference teams
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You've got one more game against Dallas, but uh there's no way to really sugarcoat it though.
0: Yeah. This, this is not the time for this to be happening, that's for sure. I mean, there's still a lot of games left, but I well, don't things know.
1: are things are about to get really interesting as the Preds are now in the wild card position and they're not sitting pretty. For the longest time, the Preds are sitting there in second place, feeling good. But we also said at the time that the the Preds had a lot of extra games played compared to other teams, and once those teams start making up those games played, Mm -hmm. that race is going to get close again, and that's exactly what's happening, and the Preds are losing now. So it's like, yeah, things are about to get real.
0: Yeah. We need one of those big third-period rallies like they used to do. (laughs)
1: Preds almost got one back there. It would have been a really weird goal to score, but they uh, see what happened there. Yeah. You really got to hope that the Capitals give you one here. They need the Capitals to give them a goal, spot them a goal somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know whether that's <laughs> give them a five. I don't know if that's like give them a five on three or maybe get, give up a really bad giveaway, but that they need the Capitals to make a mistake. <laughs>
0: Yeah, big time.
1: And maybe gift them a goal.
0: The um, yeah, just like if you think about all those the the times they hit the post, how close they were. This would be a totally different game. So, we can go. The,
1: we can play the what if game all night, Rich, and it still doesn't change yeah. the fact that the nope. Preds have also made some really bad mistakes on their own end.
0: They have. Yep. Oh no, they almost got that one.
1: The chat, the chat has gotten awful quiet tonight. It so has. far, after since that goal, like I, I haven't heard it. any. I haven't heard, like everyone's kind. I think everyone's deflated, just like we are.
0: Yeah, right now. But still, a lot we've of got, time I mean, left.
1: We've got. And things can we're happen. under. We're under thirteen minutes left in the game.
0: <clears throat> yeah.
1: Margin for error is zero. Obviously, yep. for the rest of the game. Yep.
0: Come on, Yelsey. Uh, that is not going to get it done. Which player are you referring to there? Yossi with the soft backhand pass or shot. Oh, yeah. <clears throat>
1: I mean, they're Definitely. just...
0: <laughs> Justin said he's back. Thanks, Justin.
1: <laughs> hey, Justin, we might have to switch to something a little bit stronger than uh, Yingling and Miller Lite. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, this is... Ugly, ugly man. I knew it was going to be tough, but it doesn't make it any better. So, when's the yeah, mm.
1: I wouldn't feel nearly as uh, nervous if it, if, if our upcoming schedule wasn't so daunting.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. That's, that's
1: what's really sparking my nerves right now. Like if yeah. if the preds, if the preds had a softball game coming up like a, a softball team like something like the coyotes or the or the uh just a more winnable opponent matchup, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be nearly as nervous, but I, this has all the makings of being like a five or six game losing streak eventually. When you look at teams up next like Carolina, Florida, Dallas who's playing suddenly so much better, then you've got Tampa in the Stadium Series game. I mean, I really, really don't want to see the Preds going to the Stadium Series game on like a four-game, five-game losing streak or whatever no. it would be at that point. Like that really would be a would be a little unfortunate, you know?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially it's like all that we've hyped it up for so long, and to have them lay a lay a goose egg in Nissan Stadium would be horrible.
1: The Preds could be on a 6 game losing streak going into that game. Oh yeah. If yeah. you count up all, if you count the remaining games they got left here before that they get that yep. game. Yep. Carolina. Oh, the, the schedule makers did us no favors for February, did they?
0: No. No. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That it's it's crazy.
1: Just got to get one back here. Got to get one back somehow. Figure it out. Under 11 minutes. Mm. Finally. You've got your fourth line out there right now. And they're really battling out there. I mean, I'm I'm really pleased with what I'm seeing. I mean, they're figuring out a way to keep the puck in the zone. They're trying to get possession. They're trying to set something up. They're at least putting out quality minutes. Like, they're... Yeah, they're putting out quality. Oh no 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 no. Okay, that changed really quick. Another breakaway for the Capitals. Luckily, it was not a goal, but oh, wow. another breakaway was given up. Right when I'm praising the fourth line, they yep. give up that. Yep. Like, you see what I'm talking about, Rich? That was it's, uh, it's
0: coming up right now.
1: It's like I'm praising them, and then they do that.
0: Like, oh, yeah. We can't have nice things.
1: All right, top line's back out there. They got to do something here. They got to produce something. They got to show why they're the top line. Mm. And I mean, the Capitals, the Capitals have really played a pretty strong defensive game. I got to give them credit. They have. They've been frustrating. They've been a frustrating defensive team. A thorn in the side is what they've been tonight Mm -hmm. on defense.
0: And they've, the they've, bro-
1: they've broken up a lot of passes. They've clogged up a lot of lanes.
0: Yep. The
1: they fans have. are so agitated right now. I mean, you can just see it. So many fans are standing up, throwing their arms up. I know how that Bridgestone Arena crowd gets in oh, games yeah. like this. They, yep. I mean, they don't shy away from voicing no. their displeasure.
0: No. When, um, uh, oh, gosh. The Winnipeg game, when they scored the empty game, net goal uh, there was like two half two and a half minutes left It just emptied like there was hardly nobody there which i hate i hate seeing that, I when that happens, yeah i would never on. i would never do that because the tickets are too expensive i want to watch everything
1: yeah i i'm one of those sites where i stay till the end yeah no matter what no matter how bad it is
0: so here's Justin got some good news. I got my first client as a producer mixer after going on my own. Kind of exciting. Well, congratulations, man.
1: Congratulations, Justin. That is awesome. Way That's to bring me. in some good, positive news into this episode. We appreciate that. That is awesome. That's huge. Congratulations, yep. man.
0: That's very cool.
1: Love to hear that. Very cool. What else we got going on? We haven't talked about the fantasy hockey league in a while. Oh no! What, what what's going on in that? I really I mean I've um I my team's been struggling, much like the Predators. I won last week. That was kind of cool. <coughs> <coughs> I beat Matt Hardesty somehow. Oh, there you go—the number one team in the league, right? There you go. Yeah. No, I don't know how that happened. Well, I do know we how have, that happened. We have a new number one team in the league. Do we? Kyle Perkins is the number one team in the league. Is he really? Wow! Yes, he is number one. He is eleven and five. Wow! I've fallen back to number six in the league at nine and seven. I'm rich. Richard in fourth place at ten and six. Matt Harns is number two. Lindsey's number three.
0: Yep. I am actually playing Lindsey this week.
1: And then who's Justin? Just Justin's the Juicers. How oh, is he? He's got the tight. He's got the old school Jeff Fisher Titans record of eight and eight. That's what the, uh, tight, that's the old joke, rich. Uh, the Titans used to go eight and eight, like every year. That was like, they were the most <laughs> mediocre average team ever. That's funny. In football. So we just called him the eight. Mr. Eight and eight was Jeff Fisher, the head coach of the Titans at the time.
0: I actually saw, I went to a game down there a long, long time ago, um, Watched uh it was them in
1: Pittsburgh. You went to a Titans game?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the old stadium.
1: Yep. Oh, you're talking about wait the old stadium. You're talking about before they
0: have they always talk... been in Nissan. They've Is always, it always been in
1: Nissan. Nissan. They've Did always they been read? in Nissan. Okay. No. Well, now one. they it they inside. had to before Nissan Stadium was open to them. They had to play at Vanderbilt Stadium, and they played I in Memphis. There. It was years. a Nissan. That was it. It was yeah. They've always played there, but it wasn't called Nissan. They're due for a new stadium, like seriously. Yeah, it wasn't. Preds are. Oh my gosh, the Preds are back in the penalty box. This is not how you make up a two-goal deficit. No, this is just ridiculous. Again, it's It's Mikael Granlund. It's ridiculous. I mean, this is just man. We don't get a lot of things right on this podcast, but one thing we did get right. (laughs) And I will die on this hill. As we've said this literally from day one, that this is going to be the this team's downfall is that they commit too many penalties.
0: I I can't believe Granlin thinks like he's upset because he got a penalty. That's crazy. Oh yeah, Justin, that's that's right. I also went to another game there. He just Justin just reminded me. They play the Titans played the Chiefs on Monday Night Football, and I went to that. That's right, I remember that. Yep, it was freezing cold. It was so cold. What what year was that? How long ago was that? God, man, I don't even remember. Um, I don't even remember. Justin says like 2013 ish. It, okay. it was probably even before that, uh, to be honest. Um, it was freezing. Like we didn't even stay the whole game because it was so cold. <laughs> But it was fun.
1: All right. So, what w- what are we thinking here, Rich? Do you think we have any chance here in this game, seeing what's going on now? Uh, like, uh, I mean, they're back uh, in the penalty box. <laughs> when this penalty expires, if they end up killing it off, they're going to have – I mean, we're probably about four minutes away of game time before they pull UC Soros and go empty net for the rest of the game. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's not looking good at all. In a yeah. game where the Preds just can't figure out how to generate any offense. And then when when they do generate offense, yeah. they just find the they find find a way to hit the post. So it's like yeah. okay, so Ovechkin is once again setting up in his <laughs> office, but they defended it a little bit better that time. They actually forced oh, Ovechkin. They, learned. they actually forced Ovechkin to do something with the puck and not just shoot it freely. Amazing concept.
0: They learned from their past mistakes.
1: Amazing concept to not give Ovechkin fifteen feet of clear space to just fire at UC Soros.
0: You know, and it's amazing when you watch that. He is just he's just hanging out, and that's what he does. And and people still fall for it. I don't and Ovi is one of my
1: favorite non-Pretz players of all time. I love Ovi. Like yeah, I, I do too.
0: Know. I do too. Definitely do. It's, but it's just. I just amazing. don't like.
1: I just don't like it when he's scoring goals on my predators. That's the only time Absolutely. I don't like it. Any other time, I will root for Ovechkin all day, every day. Yep. And it would be a hell of a story if he hoists a cup this year.
0: Oh yeah. I don't think it's going to happen for him. I, I don't, don't think know. the
1: cap. I don't think the Capitals are. I don't good think enough. they got enough. But we see it all the time in the playoffs, Rich, where a team that's just true. gets hot at the right time. And I do think the Capitals have the roster where maybe they could get hot at the right time and, and 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 go on a hot streak. I don't think they got the goaltending necessarily. And I don't that's know if they had I don't know if they have the depth to to win that's, a cup.
0: That's absolutely true as well. Yeah, I just don't I don't know. I just don't the, see East, it happening. the
1: East is a lot more wide open than the West is, though, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna look at
1: the the
0: east actually. The east
1: is way more wide open. You've got way more uh uncertainty mm-hmm. in terms of Stanley Cup uh contenders. You've mm-hmm. got Toronto, of course. You've got Carolina, you've got Florida, you've got you can't leave Washington out. You can't leave Pittsburgh out, the Penguins. I mean, they're still figuring out ways to to be a good team. You got the New York Rangers in the mix as well. I mean, mm-hmm. there are plenty of teams out there that you could say, okay, this is a Stanley Cup team. You got the Tampa Bay yep. Lightning. I mean the mm-hmm. East is really, really top to bottom, way more yeah. balanced than the West, where I think the West is a little bit more top heavy.
0: I agree. Pittsburgh's actually in first place in their division. points. Just the team that won't strong. go
1: away. Pittsburgh just won't go away. They won't yeah. they refuse to go on a rebuild. They just keep figuring out ways every year to just be yeah. a top team.
0: Somehow, that's for sure. I don't know. Um trying to look and see Colorado's still number 1 And I left,
1: and Rich I left out Boston as well. I mean, I can't leave out Boston. I mean, there's Boston, I mean, they're not yeah. they're not having a great year, but they're yeah, still this, a team. They're still a team you got to keep your eye on.
0: This uh this little stretch where they're without Bergeron and um Marchand has been tough for them.
1: How many more times am I going to see the Preds just completely wipe out on their skates tonight? I mean, it's like every play, they're just like, someone is just wiping out. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's just like hard to watch. It's like, I mean, they're just wiping out left and right. Something. And it's not, and it's not even because they're getting hit all the time. It's like they're just literally like not skating smoothly.
0: Oh, there was a good opportunity missed.
1: That's that's the play I was talking about, Rich.
0: Yep. Gosh, man.
1: Oh. Uh, well, the Capitals just hit the post now. Oh, did they? Yeah.
0: Mm, five minute mark. Come uh, on, Sissons.
1: Come on, Sissons. Sissons is trying to make something happen here. All right. Uh oh, they're trying they're trying to go tic tac toe here and set up a good good shot opportunity, but the capitals are just always in the right spot at the right time. Yep. Oh my gosh.
0: So we're at the four minute mark roughly.
1: Yeah, it's about it's it's getting close to where they're gonna pull soros.
0: Oh wow, there's the post shot.
1: Yeah, it's I'm waiting for them to pull soros any second now.
0: Um yeah.
1: Oh man, and there's ar- people- I'm already seeing some people get up for the exits. Come on, folks. You can't get up that early. Come on uh, now.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. I really, yeah, I don't know. I don't like that at all. I'll stay no matter what, because it's
1: a, it's fun. Well, before we get to the end of this episode, this watch along, everyone, we are presented by DraftKings, of course, yes. and we don't want to forget our sponsor, our amazing yep. sponsor, DraftKings, who is just outstanding for sports fans everywhere. If you want to get in on the action, if you haven't yet signed up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app, we've got an offer for you using our promo code THPN, and that is for Mainly, definitely our Hoops fans. This is the offer you want to be thinking of. It is The NBA season is really starting to get in crunch time, just like Mm -hmm. the NHL season is. And right now, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. So we got the NBA offer for you right now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if that team wins. That's promo code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and up minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're in Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-N-Y-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y p e three six nine. That is y four67 9 that is kind okay. of a tongue twister there
0: so i got a question when draft That's Kings, a tongue twister when draftkings when the sports book is in all 50 states are you gonna we have won't to, have read to that? i okay. hope
1: not who all right That'd yeah that h o p e n y h
0: 778 yes all right there you go Woo. Wow. A, that is uh that's, a, that's a, a tough
1: one. I'm gonna have to start practicing that one more. I'm gonna have to start reciting that like 20 times. Whew.
0: H-O-P-E-N-Y.
1: Got it. And you can also still take a shot at the big payday if your sports book is not available in your estate yet. You can play daily fantasy for huge cash prizes. And DraftKings also has daily fantasy basketball contests. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So please make sure I did not read that script and that tongue twister for nothing. Please please make it worth it. Go onto the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up with our promo code THPN and have some fun.
0: Absolutely.
1: All right. Three minutes. The net is empty and the Preds are on the power play. So they've got a two-man advantage here.
0: All right. Here's your time. Hey, man.
1: Forsberg just fired one in and... Got to give Simsonov a credit for a good save there. That was a tough save. That went through traffic. Samsonov mm-hmm. squeezed his pads to make the save. That was a tricky save for him. Come Preds on, are now... Preds have 31 shots on goal. Yep. You got to score here. You've got to score here. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, if you don't... If they with don't two-man get... two-man
1: advantage. Two-man advantage with the empty net and... With the power play going, you got to—it's six on four, not five <laughs> on three.
0: Um, yeah, man, they're, they're just—he they, shot it right into his chest.
1: Capitals, Capitals, clear the puck.
0: Mm. it's not looking good for the boys.
1: Two. Two and a half minutes left in regulation, a little over 30 seconds left on this power play with this two man advantage, six on four. The very rare six on four. You don't see this. Uh no, nah,
0: no, nah, not very often. I'm surprised they even called it. They're trying um, to set something
1: up. I mean, uh, uh.
0: you see. No, didn't make it through. Nobody's
1: home. Every every time they try to make a backdoor pass, nobody's home. There.
0: They are super lucky that they didn't just give up the empty net goal right there because none of them even had a shot at even getting anywhere near it. I
1: don't want to hear anything about luck tonight, Rich, because the Preds have not had any luck tonight. No, no. <laughs> I mean, and here comes the empty netter. Nope. All right. They kept it from being – they kept the Capitals from an empty net there, but they're having to go back and regroup now. We're down to – 90 seconds left in the game.
0: Yeah. I don't think so. Mm.
1: Losing Huff, is not man. fun. It's not. And there it is. There things? it is. They got the empty netter. All right. Four to one. Four to one right now. Still not an official final score. And uh. this team looks so dejected. Forsberg looks like he's thinking about what's his next team he's going to play for next. <laughs> That's
0: what I was going to say. He's like, I mean, he's seriously, like, someone so needs good. to
1: go. someone uh, – K-Perk, Kyle Perkins needs to go ahead and make a meme right now of that Forsberg look on his face I just saw because I saw him thinking, where's my next team I'm going to go play for?
0: Yeah, I don't I don't Freaking know. Freaking
1: Ovechkin, I love you so much, but why would you have to do it tonight? But I
0: hate you tonight, yeah.
1: So he's, he's just such an assassin. Yeah. Like, he really is. Like, I mean, he's just,
0: so Ugh. I got to. Okay. So if, if this team starts trending this way right now, the, what, what do you think they need to do?
1: Do you well, think, how much, what, well, like, you mean like if, how much worse does it have to get?
0: Yeah. Like how many, how many more of these is it going to take before they decide to do something major? Like get rid of Philip Forsberg. Like, They're not going to trade
1: Philip Forsberg. Yeah. Well, I mean, we still have over a month until the trade deadline, so we we hypothetically did. speaking, if it gets so bad that the Preds actually fall out of the playoff picture, like let's then say maybe. they just fall, then wow, talk about a crazy turn of events if that were to happen.
0: Oh no! Yeah, it's an exact opposite of what happened last season.
1: <laughs> like if Poyle just decides, like, hey. We're falling out of this quick. We're not even in the playoffs anymore. We've lost like seven or eight in a row, and we're like out of the playoff picture. Let me just go ahead and strike while the iron's hot and get a massive haul out of Forsberg. Yep. I've said all year that I didn't think that was ever going to happen. I've said all year that I think there's no chance in hell they're going to trade Forsberg, but it's, it's it's all predicated on what happens the rest of this month for sure and how they Uh, handle these next games against these really difficult opponents.
0: I'm just, like, the confidence level is really low. Like, when they were, even when they would lose, when they were doing better, like, you had confidence that they were going to pull out of it. And I don't have that right now. I just watch these games, and they just look, they look, out of
1: sorts, like just, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. We're talking, we're, we're we're now talking about, we're now talking about three losses in a row where the Preds did not look themselves. Yep. They looked sloppy. They yep. did have no chemistry. Yep.
0: The, the,
1: right. This isn't just any three, <laughs> this isn't just any three losses in a row. This is no. three really bad losses where the team did not play well.
0: Yeah, and it's not going to get any better. Friday night. <laughs> I, hate I to need say you that. to be
1: positive, Rich. Rich, I need you to be positive. Yeah, I don't know. But Rich, but Rich, you're a realist, and I am also a realist. Yep. They just thank I, you. I so, first to... of all, thanks everyone so much for joining the live watch along. Absolutely, I'm seeing we had 162 comments tonight on live oh, watch along.
0: That it. is look, look, look.
1: up there. What? Way to go, everybody! We really appreciate it.
0: CJ even even took the time to to get on here. We appreciate that, man. Snarky, yes, we did. Tomorrow,
1: he, he's the big Milwaukee Admirals fan, and yeah. CJ. Just like we said to Lindsay, I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need his Milwaukee Admirals to send some winning mojo down to the Preds right now because it's looking yep. bad.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: All right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching the watch along with us. Episode 106 of Catfish on Ice. We're sorry that it couldn't have been a better game, but it was still awesome watching it with all of you listening along. Please go check out our YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button. Leave us some comments. Join us every episode you can for our live episodes. We love interacting with our listeners. It's what makes the podcast go. It's what makes it fun. It's what makes it interesting. We appreciate all the support. This has been Catfish on Ice, episode 106, with your host, Chad Minton, and host, Rich Howe. Preds versus Capitals, watch along. The Preds lose. What was the final score? I don't even want to know what the final score was. What was it, 4-1? 4-1. 4-1. Unfortunately, Preds have lost three in a row now, and they got to play the Carolina Hurricanes on Friday. So Friday things, are just, things are just things peachy.
0: Peachy. Yep. Yeah.
1: Peachy's the, gonna, Peachy's the word we're going. the word we're going to leave everyone with. Even though we're totally being sarcastic, we will see you next week for a brand new episode of Catfish on Ice. Hopefully, things get better by then. We will find out. Take care, everybody. This has been Episode One Hundred Six, brought to you by DraftKings, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Everyone have a great week. Stay safe. Take care.